Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Plank. I'm joined by the one and only the human turret himself, one of the best ARs to ever do it, the world champ, Sam LaRue, a.k.a. Octane. We got some of the best analysis in the game, world champ. Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. We got the multi-world champion, multi-champion. Give it up for the legend, the icon, Patrick Price, a.k.a. And of course, we got the one and only, the executive producer of the flank. Give it up for Benjamin What is going on, folks? Ben, let's start with you. You're looking like a million dollars today, Ben. What's going on, man? Yeah, I mean, a great day. Watched the uh, Manchester Derby this morning, City and United. City ended up winning that one. So setting up an interesting clash for the title uh, next weekend. Uh, what else? Oh, and then I just got vibe kill before the show started because Jalen Brunson just got hurt. So yeah, that's RP tough. the next season. Yeah. Might be like that. Nick's, I... had, Nick's had a good run, but it's fucking over now. So I heard some of your picks were going through today. Oh, uh, we this is a weird pick week, bro. I made no. I made all the cash in my bets on Friday. None yesterday. None of them hit, and all of them hit today. So. Got all it's the work, Ben. So, like, I, I don't know. Either I'm hitting or I'm fucking absolutely bricking everything. It's gonna work, Ben. Patrick Price, man, what's going on, Pat? How you doing, man? You were you, you were in the watch party today, uh, vibing, watching some matches. Yeah, yeah, I tuned in a little bit. I mean, it's 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 hard, like getting all these predictions right. Um, it's starting to. Uh, Starting to get to me, Tom. I'm feeling unstoppable. But you got, well, you got one of them wrong today, Pat. Yeah, I mean that one didn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no problem. That one doesn't count. Pat, it's always a pleasure, you. man. Nice to have you as always, Chris. How are you, man? You doing good? Yeah, I'm great. I went out to a show last night. Came back. We're here at the Zoo Mafia show in love today. It's it's it was a good day. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to talk about the matches and uh, close out this week. Another rave, Chris. Another rave. Listen, man, I'm getting my cardio in. Like, it's I'm good working. work. Like, I'm having fun. It's nice, man. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, LaRue, what's going on, man? I know you had a heart attack in the LA Thieves series. How you doing? I'm oh, doing shit. great, man. Listen, I got my jersey on right now. It's been an up and down day. We've got a lot to go through. I've been through a lot emotionally. I'm a little lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. All right. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get right into it, guys. We had three matches today. Some of them didn't exactly go as I planned. I thought we were going to see some... Some close matches. Let's just start things off with a with a couple three O's here. Uh, starting things off with the Miami Heretics going up against the New York Subliners. Uh, I'll be honest. I'll start things off. Miami got pooped on. Miami got pooped on. Today. Gosh. They got pooped on. Uh, I I think one thing to note with the New York Subliners is, granted, they haven't taken down the top teams in the league. But the way that they're putting down these other teams uh, is is kind of insane. Like, they are literally just mopping the floor with them. Kind of like what Optic in, in Carolina, right? Like, they're, they're playing a team that they should be beating, but it's just the way that they're beating them that it's I think impresses. Yeah, it's just a skill diff, and it, these teams aren't just – they're just not even able to keep up. You could see the talent that New York has even when they're putting a team like to Miami to bed. And obviously we got to talk about Miami because their struggles continue. They're zero and five in this stage. Uh, I mean, we'll kind of go down to Liz. Ben, we'll start with you. What were your thoughts overall on the series? Uh, well, sub base first map, I think was pretty clean from oh, New York. Jesus Christ. The Lord have mercy. Jump scare. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Miami bowed pretty decently on the evasion S and D, but once that got through, it was just a fucking breakdown going into control. I think this Miami team is just absolutely rock bottom. And this New York team, is, you know, starting to ascend is just two teams in opposite directions right now. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, agreed, Sam. What did you think, man? Paco masterclass, bro. 
absolute skill diff. New York is is leaving zero for us to talk about on the side of like any doubt right now. They are streaking, and I'm happy to see it because this is what I think we've all been waiting for. Other than Pat, who's just They're godlike, you know, godlike. There you go. It's all good. New York's hor or uh, Miami's horrible, and they're just gonna have to figure it out because they are beyond blow watch at this point. Mm -hmm. Beyond blow. Fun stat for you guys. Share it quick, you know. Uh, the top four teams, being New York, Optic, Ultra Phase, mm -hmm. are 16 and 2 map uh, match count right now, with their only losses coming to teams in the top four, right? Phase lost to New York, and then Toronto lost to Phase. Mm -hmm. um, the other eight teams, like the, all of them, are 9 and 23. Um, Close. But the, the funny part is that Rocker, LAG, and Heretics are all winless 0 and 13 while subliners optic and ultra are 13 and 1 so lord there's a, there's a big there's a big there's diff a there skill gap. Big, big diff yeah big one yeah, yeah it's only going to keep getting uh worse and worse i fear i really don't have any faith in any of these top teams being able to catch up to or these uh lower tier teams being able to catch up to the top teams because i mean they're just talent stacked and they're just getting better they're figuring out the game they're persevering and their map pools are only going to keep expanding so I don't really know if uh, we're going to end up any, seeing any sort of dark horses coming up uh, and being able to take down some of these teams. Maybe, maybe we got like Vegas right now, right? They look pretty decent. Flavor of the month. Besides I fear that, our only hope is a sledgehammer cheese with a nice little random patch that just changes everything. <laughs> yeah, or like mm. uh, or maps that's changing. But man, on the Miami Heretic side, like I think this is the Real waiting room. I think these guys are eventually going to make another change. Um, out for Real, who's obviously their substitute, and they're working on getting his visa probably after this major. But um, Eric Boom, man, their latest pickup, he's just not been really good. I think he's... Man, none of lowest. them have, though, to be fair. Yeah, but I think, like, in terms of his damage contribution, like, for the majority of their matches, he he's has, not even like, shooting his gun, dude. Yeah, he's That's a fair basically critique. not shooting. So, yeah. I mean, it's just tough. We'll see what happens with this Miami team, but I'm not I'm not excited, man. Vamos Bucks were sold long, long gone. ago. Gone. Sold them high, we're gone. Chris literally came yeah. out here with a fucking Twitch stream title, Real Waiting Room. Like, what the fuck? But I agree... I think it changed. Nice. Uh, I don't even. Uh, I don't even think. Real like, waiting room is fucked. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if like yeah, that right. change is gonna like put him over. No, the hump. It's not. No, no, it's, it's not. not. It no, it's not. That's it's, a, like it's, it's the it's end the of a season waiting room. That's what it is. It's the whole team. Yeah. Um. Few things to show. Uh. From the match, we do. Uh. Got a listen in here from the first match. I've been liking tuning into the listens a little bit more in the show. People want to see him a little bit more, so I've been. Just hand-selecting a few listenings that I thought were good. This is the New York Subliners listening from the map one. After the second rotation, Miami just got absolutely slammed. They were having a really tough time keeping up with New York. So let's see how the New York uh, Subliners were sounded. <laughs> I think he's in the water. He's at the door. He's at the door. He's at the 
They nice. shot three. Look for one. That's one. I'm pushing out comms. I'm pushing out comms. I have all right. I have all right, guys. I have all right. I got comms. They can only go river. They can only go river. Okay, okay. You can go top tower. You can go top tower. Comms dead. Nice. I'm going to trip you top. Maybe top tower. You're right. I mean, P5, P5, Lucky. I have a No one here, Lucky. Lucky, P5. I'm going to go river. Watch out. Yeah, I'm watching my water. P5. Ace triple. He went triple side. I'm looking P2. I got spawn back. I have over you. Look at the right. Look at the right. I got right. I got right then. I'm giving up comms now. Weapons, guys. I need weapons. It's a long listening. I'm going to pause it there. I just don't know how long it is. And hopefully it's not over our time limit here. I thought it was good comms. Also, this is kind of where the map got away from Miami. They got put in the fucking blender on sub base. Like yeah, they, they got they got chained real hard in these next two hills. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like that that the sub base spawns too, right? Like if you get pushed in those back server spawns, like back here by the dock, eh, eh, you can funnel a team like from the from the from that tunnel hill over to this water hill over here. I mean, you can put so you could put people in a serious trap here and really a get a lot of time. Teams will fall into that trap where it's like you want to rotate to that like P three hill, but you end up trapping yourself by like hard rotating to it. Where mm. as if you're playing, a, if you're a good team on this map, you'll understand that you basically need to stay out like the whole time because if you manage to get trapped back there, you run into this issue where this hill's damn near unbreakable, this P4 hill, and then it pretty much chains into P5 hill with the other team still spawning across the map and dock, so yeah. Miami basically fell into that trap, New York capitalized, and they just absolutely yeah. fucking... It, it, it's them. also when, when somebody's blocking the back spawn at new and, and somebody's roaming top warehouse and shit, it's so hard to kill people top snow and top warehouse when they're head glitching yeah. and you're putting the trap. It's just so hard to find kills, but um, good job by New York. What you guys think about the listening? Oh, that sounded good. Um... I Hydra was in war. Yeah, but I thought that I have a question, and I want to know if you guys think this would be too disrespectful. Oh shit! Oh, if geez. they went to a listening, and it's like one of these top four teams versus one of these bottom four teams, and they were just like trolling, like just talking to each other about like what they're having for dinner and just like you know whatever, and just and winning, mm -hmm. like how do you, how do you think that would look? I feel like that'd be a score at the time of the listeners. I think it'd be fucking Yeah, like they're just blowing them out. And they're if just they're like, blowing wow, them out, guys, like, they're just like, wow, these guys are ass, hilarious. man. What do y'all want to do later? Like, Yeah, I mean, that would be... I would, there was a listening that was close to that. Our denial listening. Ben, do you remember our listening with denial with me, Nato, and, yeah. and I'm Jay? I'm saying, we need to go back yeah, to that. Yeah, it was an Ascent CTF, and we were beating them so bad, and they went into a listening with us, and we were just like not even talking about the match. We were just bullshitting, just talking uh, to uh, each other. Honestly, man, this whole series, I just feel bad for Miami because like we were... The CDL Why? broadcast didn't even start until the second series of the day. This was a one-hour-long <laughs> fucking New York Dude, subliners. Soundboard gets me every day. time. It was gets me bad. Every time, bro. That yeah. was so bad. Yeah, it was, it was definitely bad. bad. Get some uh, some more clips here from the series, and we go into the S and D. Um, here, it was a big 1v1 uh, here from Caesar. So Vigo was actually going for the 1v3 here. I actually shot two people that were both one shot. He was able to claim a couple kills. I like the reach out here from Caesar. Gets the tags down on him, so kind of slows him down a little bit. Vickle ends up uh, delaying the plant a little bit, and then he tries to play a kill, and then he ends up going for the plant. I would have liked to see him just try and get the plant down right away, but obviously it was a good play from Caesar's guys, Bueno, to just wrap the street. Uh, I don't know if there's anything different. You, you thought Vickle maybe could have clutched that 1v3, but... Uh, thought Caesar made a good play there, rapping street. So good job Caesar from. Caesar just made a great play because he just knew that like if he did it, he if he took his time, he's gonna either catch he's gonna catch him planning basically as well. Yeah, but but one thing I wanted us to really take a look at here from from this map was this setup from New York, and we saw this with with Optic a little bit. Um, I I've seen it with Shotzi just kind of playing like an off angle by himself and broken and one thing that i noticed whenever these setups happen and sam i know you talked about it in the wads party but whoever's tank or whoever's looking over this guy it always seems like they don't have the info or they're not really properly looking over each other because i feel like this guy broken always dies 
Always. Yeah. And he never and, and and then they always get out with their life. And then it's just another one v one on site. Now you have Dante who's on the tank. He's all by himself. And that all collapses as well for New York. So just wasn't a fan of the New York setup. Just wanted to ask you guys, what would you do if you were New York? And do you like the setup? Did you um, like the well, setup from them? Well, I've actually seen the setup like almost identical work against FaZe, except Kismet positioned himself towards that left wall. Because as you'll see, Meadows comes around the corner and everyone checks the divot, right? The little cubby. No one ever checks directly to his left. And I still remember Kismet actually playing that off angle. So in terms of New York, this seems like a pretty standard setup where Kismet's playing somewhere along this like area. Mm -hmm. And then Sib is playing that off angle. So I want to say this this looks bad. But at the end of the day, I've seen this work already for them once. So, I mean, just good play out of metals, good read. And Kismet just got caught out in a pretty obvious position, to be fair. Yeah, but it's like, what's the point of being pushed up this? Like, what's the point? Like, why not just have Kismet play square and Dante play tractor? Boom, call it a day. I think you it's know more I mean? so just they show different looks. I think that's something that uh, New York kind of got praised for is being able to play this invasion multiple times against every single team and still manage to, like, throw in multiple different setups that teams haven't seen. So, yeah. I mean, they're probably just trying to get a little bit more creative rather than playing the very standard, easily yeah, readable setup. I don't so. mind showing different looks. Like, I like that, Chris. Like, obviously, you want to show yeah. different looks, right? Like, as the rounds go on, like, you want to, you, you don't want to just do the same shit all the time. But if, if Kismet's going to be pushed up, like, I even like what LA Thieves did, the one round where they just hit through dark and they, they had a couple guys pushed up and they just all hit it together. Yeah, like that's if, fair. If Kismet's going to be pushed up, then don't, fuck it, have Dante playing here too. Maybe Kismet could even play top, Dante could play low, like, play off each other here. It's just not being traded. And this is yeah. the big round. The reason why had this written down because this is a 4-3 round if new york win this defense it's 5-3 instead of 5-3 we're going 4-4 four, four. so it's just yeah. a really big round here you uh, could also have a setup where like dante maybe plays in like the dark alley and like they kind of crossfire the same angle because the dark and that cubby kind of align with each other um so yeah i mean maybe something to look at but i mean they, they play this a lot so i'm sure they'll they'll probably play something similar to it again but maybe account for for this spot that metal yeah. is able to get into yeah i mean we're obviously just pointing out like little mistakes throughout the throughout mm -hmm. the match and, and stuff like that but yeah, uh, yeah, sam yeah. pat ben anything to say on that before we go on to the next clip um i think it was kind of a callback to something pat brought up a couple episodes ago is like um as the game goes on the evolution of how to play these maps is going to obviously come into effect and i yeah. think like, we've seen the sub players play broken now for the entire season and i think people are starting to just like yeah let's just clear and get a kill I, I think to, to Tom's point, um, there needs to be more like reinforcement if you're going to send someone there because you're accomplishing the same thing as if you play back on the site. Yeah, it's a different look, but if you're just going to let that guy go one for one while you are on defense, um, I think needing to adapt the way that people are starting to play the B Street like LAT did today uh, is something that's going to be needed going forward because teams yeah. like you're obviously going to put your sub player in broken. So right. I think it's just an easy blood if teams play for it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next round. Now, this is the 4-4 round. Now, Miami in the 4-4 round, they completely gave up B, which I was just like, I don't know. They, I, I know what they're trying to do. Like I, So my understanding here, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm guessing they're just retaking with tax. Like, everybody save your tax. Just If they go B, we'll retake it with our, with our tacticals. Like, is that I sure damn hope so. <laughs> um, I just don't know how I feel about just giving up this whole bomb site. I don't think it's that easy of a site to retake, especially if there's trophies down and people are playing the head glitches. You have people watching flank from broken, playing off angles. People can be can, can play this tractor square. I mean, it's a in my opinion, I I hate 
playing retakes unless the bomb is super easy to to conquer. Yeah. And maybe maybe Miami thinks this is an easy site to retake. You know, maybe that's how they think. But what do you guys think about the play? About just giving I mean, the up way the... they're playing it, they're pretty spread. They're going to take a couple 1v1s here. Like, that guy takes a 1v1 DVD. This guy's taking a 1v1 on the flank, right? He wins it. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I agree with you, Tom. This is not an easy site to retake. anybody there. And at the end of the end, on top of that, a good team is going to see that cross, right? If nobody crosses tractor, you base and nobody crosses broken, you basically are going to not have to use any utility at all when engaging the site. And then you're going to all have it for post plant. So like you're giving New York subliners, right? Their trophy systems, all their nades and stuns because they don't have to check anything. If they're going to give that site up and maybe throw like a smoke down the street to like, make it seem like you, cr like you could have potentially crossed broken, yeah. which stalls out the offensive team a little bit and maybe makes them utilize some of their utility. But like, if you don't show anything, you don't throw a smoke, you don't cross, you don't do anything. What the New York's going to walk up the site for free and then play the post plant with yeah. everything in their arsenal. Pat, how do you feel about the about the the setup here for Miami? Do you like the play giving up the B bomb site or, or are you okay with it? Uh, well, referencing 2009, Tom, you absolutely never give up the B bomb site right. ever in any scenario ever. So uh, maps the same. So I would not do it in this game either. <laughs> I will. I I will say the only time I used to say this all the time on my teams. I, I guys, I, I used to tell them, guys, I don't want to retake. Like I don't want to give up sites and just give give people a side of map. Like, oh, if they go there, we'll just retake it. Like unless we know a team loves going to a certain site and we want to blind counter it and then play a retake on another site, that that's different. But for the most part, you don't want to retake sites. I feel like that's like the worst thing you can do. Yeah, the chances of the offensive team winning the round when the bomb is down just goes up insanely high. Yeah. When, like, I, I will it say it's early, but this working against the clock on this bomb site is actually one of the more easier bomb sites to retake successfully. <clears> but uh, I think it's also yeah, what Chris said every time and can't fucking. Yeah, hold I'm it. saying like I do think yeah. though it is a difficult site to retake with the amount of steps you need to complete in a four v four. So Bro, some free saying. game. So you don't mind it that much, this. Ben? You don't mind it. No, no, I, I, I kind of agree with what Chris said. I think you just, like, you, if you're going to play for that retake, you need to be able to pinch quicker. Like, they, they didn't use the clock effectively. I know Dante ended up getting a big one. They probably would have enough time at them. But, like, the right. amount of work that you need to do to go all the way around and kill the guys who are broken and pinch around, and then still the guy's going to sit on the, Bro, on the fork actually, and finesse. I actually like, just thought of, like, a really tough. sick strat that's, like, free game here. Imagine mm -hmm. this. You know how most people, they, like, counter each other. They watch each other's cross. What you do is you send one guy to cross B, and then you, everyone else kind of sits back and spawn and late crosses to B, right? And you like blind stack B with like a smoke grenade down the street. So they don't know how many people are playing there. But like due to the cross off the rip, you would think one player's there and then maybe just blind stack B could work. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of teams tend to favor it. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm sure, but I'm shit. sure a lot of people are playing games with the, with the cross, right? I mean, if yeah. they're not playing games with the cross, then what is this I mean, fucking, am, what is this amateur hour? Tom, Tom, you would be surprised watching, like, obviously you watch too, but like a yeah. lot of teams, they just cross and like, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. When you could play a lot of mind games with it. Listen, S and D Wait. stars, Tom is coming out. I used to play fucking octane on ghost and shit like that. You need to play, play games with the cross. Like you need to make sure that they're getting info. You get, like I remember on on Octane. Remember you can go into gas station on Octane and you can see the cross like through the little sliver like across the map. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people used to use like thermals and stuff. I mean, you could play games cross, with that too. Yeah, yeah. like that. A that stuff teams, is important. A lot of teams are also using that smoke right as a bailout to get themselves out of bad position, or maybe like as an offensive tool to kind of like take a site. But you can use it on the defensive end basically to keep the keep the team that's on the offense like like guessing. Yeah. Right, because a lot because if you're not doing that, bro, you're giving them free numbers to basically hear or hit each site 
um, and knowing basically exactly how many people are playing in each one. Yeah. Ben, uh, unfortunately, not to call you out here, but the retake on B on Invasion is 30%, which is about the league average for all the sites. Damn. So it's not easy. 30, 30%? No, we're getting stacks used. No, well, no. that's still, that's still, I mean, what? You look at... Three out of ten times. 20. That's what that. Yeah, but, but, but that, middle, middle well, hold the pack, on, hold it's on. Not, but it's not. It's not a, yeah, go ahead. But that's also not this. My bad. My bad, Ben. Yeah. But that's also not like indicative of like retaking with like a man advantage or like maybe 100%. somebody did send somebody B and they went one for one and then it's a three v three retake. Yeah, well, like, that's just relevant. Like, if there's a stat for a four v four retake, I would be surprised if B is like. Well, we'll that's not the point we'll though. It's we'll just retaking the bomb. Yeah, yeah, But I think I think for <laughs> a big point about that site, right? For you for retake, the amount of steps you need to complete to do it is difficult as opposed to a two v two. And that's yeah. why I think playing the retake on there, if you're slow to get in pinch, is going to be tough, even with the time you got. True. Yeah, uh, this is uh, the map three stats. Uh, just so you guys can see, kind of how New York put these guys away. Um, it was bad. It was very bad. Uh, you can see the green carpet coming in from New York and the red carpet coming in from Miami. This ended up being a 3-0 sweep. Uh, anything else on the series, guys? Anything else at all? I mean, with Miami, I guess, who's their schedule coming up? Who, who are they playing? Same with New York. Who are they playing? Also, somebody in my chat said that New York hasn't beaten any good teams before during a watch party. Is that true? That's what I'm saying. The first, the first uh, stage, and then they beat. Yeah, Faze. I got a super chat today, ah. and he was like, "Why are you guys in up New York? They, they haven't beaten any good teams, and they're just beating the bottom teams, and you know, blah blah blah." What the fuck is Optic done? It's the same thing. Well, I was like, I was like, it's what? Like, the from an Optic fan, they've only beat the bottom teams. Like, <laughs> look in the fucking mirror. It's the same shit. That's yeah. how this. Well, I don't know if he was an Optic fan. Might, works. I don't know if he was an Optic fan, but I don't know. It was just. No, I'm just saying it was if he was. Yeah. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, Miami question. They played the last two matches are Carolina and the Minnesota Rocker. So maybe they win one of those. But I think really Miami's going to this event, and even though they're in front of a home crowd, not fair them to win one of those matches. I think they're getting max probably 10 CDL points during the split. You're going to have to go hard the next two ones to uh, make sure you get a champ spot. Yo, question for you guys. Yeah. Something I've, I've noticed personally. I don't know if you guys have. Um, the the subs that seem to be struggling versus the top teams are world starring the bottom teams like world starring like Hydra's always frying the bottom team shots he's always frying the bottom teams and like Kleenex to me is like the only like true sub that is just like you know consistently playing well against the top teams I don't know if you guys thought that noticed that. Um, <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think with certain some then players, this year, too. This game, okay, and okay. I'm wondering if it's just like the Would the, you consider simple sub or you're considering nah, like, I'm, like those so actual subs. Like, so Tyler, Tyler, Tyler played really well today. Yeah, but he, yeah. but even him, he's had those series where he was like really inconsistent. Even though they're in their yeah, people are saying Pred, Simp. Well, Simp's not, you don't really see him as like the main, main sub. Pat, a lot of sub players, I talked to Tyler about this. After stage one, I think a lot of aggressive sub players, like the frontline sub players, had to have kind of a think after like the first stage of like just the way these maps are. The play style is really difficult, and we yeah, got to put in the work individually. Yeah, the stage to adjust. So that's why I think you're seeing a lot of those players pop off now because they're really you know reaping the rewards at work. So I think it. I'm curious to see how it goes the full season, Pat. Like we definitely get someone to track that stat and see if it holds to the end of the year. But I I hear what you're saying. Like you know, some people do be slaying the bottom teams, but. We get get to the better teams. There's, there's just like less them. less teamwork and like when you talk about 
the role that Pat's talking about, like the Tyler's, Kleenex, Hydra, all these like guys. The true like, subs, yeah. The, the true subs, there's way less structure at the bottom end of the league, and it's much harder to play in the chaotic environment that those subs thrive in when you're like not good at keeping track of names, if you're not good at like having concrete holds with no like no holes. Like, yeah. When you play against Predator or Hydra, they're going to fucking pick you apart because you don't know where the hell they are and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like when you play Miami, yeah, Paco's going to slam you because you don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, and the teams are worse, so it's easier yeah, to play against exactly. them. There's more holes, there's um, less information. Yeah, and, and as a former sub player, too, as the year goes on, um, I think even with, like, hyper-aggressive subs, like subs that are confident to just make plays, hit routes, fucking chow and shit like that, I think consistency only gets better as the year goes on. Like, as you as you find your routes, you pick your spots, you get your timings down even more. Like, you just get better and better and better when you play that role because you just get a lot more repetition as the year goes on. Um, yeah. But but I will say when 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 you play the the top teams like you still want to play at a fast pace but you want to figure out just the most consistent way of playing um, and I agree with Sam I think when when you're playing like these lower the half teams like there's just a lot of things that they're missing and uh, and you know you're able to take advantage of it uh, especially think, uh, if you got a lot of talent but go ahead Ben I think the one other thing with with sub players to monitor this year is that the map pool changes and we get Vista in departures and other new maps. In that are maybe a little bit more sub oriented. We're seeing it real. We'll talk away about from the next this dog shit style of yeah, map those, that we have those now. Players are such a fucking premium now that we get away yeah. from Agreed. Asian and Terminal or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. Did Agreed. you say who they play next, Ben? Uh, Miami or no? Did you did you mention? Uh, it? yeah, they played Carolina and Rocker. Carolina so, and Rocker. Okay. And, and New York, New York's probably gonna walk away with. I think there's a good chance New York with their next match against LAG. They're six and zero going up against Optic, <laughs> and that's basically a match for the CF. New York gets uh, uh, the top seed in this major. So. Yeah, I'm so happy with how many good matchups we get good. this stage. Yeah. We get so many good ones. Yeah, New York. Speaking of good ones, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking what we of... thought was going to be. <laughs> what we thought was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, let's move on unless you guys have anything else to say on Miami or uh, New York. Beyond blow watch. Get rid of the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely hate the hate to see teams have to change and blow it up. But uh, they're only I don't. five. I love and, it. Uh, you know, I know Pat loves it. You know, he loves that shit. I miss roster media. Make it, make it more. I want to see more roster. I was a big, I was a big Vamos guy. Pat was a big Vamos guy. This one hurts me a little bit, Pat. Tell the Vamos bucks. You know, the Vamos ATM is fucking empty. I mean, you're not worth much right now, so I might as well hold on to him. Maybe we'll come back up. Diamond hands. Nah, cut your losses. Diamond hands. It's like Germany under World War II, where you fucking need a. Let's what? move on. Yo, Phase Ultra. What? 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 what did you say? I was making inflation reference. It's all good. Okay. Let's keep it going. Let's <laughs> move on. It's a famous picture. Let's move on. Yeah, I just saw the bulldog in a chat and he said, what? It all, <laughs> it all caps. Uh, let's move on, guys. Next series of the day, we have Atlanta Phase going up against the Toronto Ultra. Uh, I will say, I was... Uh, Surprised that Toronto Ultra got 3-0 today. Uh, as a fellow FaZe supporter and is on FaZe, I was ecstatic to see them come out and get the, the 3-0 today. I was very excited to see them uh, come out, make a statement, do what they got to do, and, and show everybody like how good these guys can be. And Pat, I know you talked about it a little bit um, on a reverse sweep, and you talked about it a little bit here on the show, but just wanting them to come out and, and show it in their game plan and show it in their play style that, the, you know, that they should just be able to just stomp on teams. And, and today, uh, I wouldn't really say a stomp. Like, I, I definitely think the second map was close. The first map had, was was pretty back and forth. Um, I, I just think FaZe, uh, they really just put a uh, put the nail on the coffin in this one. I felt like they looked really good today. They, this was also the first time, I, I got to call this out, it's pretty crazy, that I think uh, 
if 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 you bet on COD. This was the mm. first time that FaZe was plus money. No, um, I think it's like on one money like line. three times ever. I think it's only happened really? like three times, yeah. Oh, I don't really? know the other two, but Eric was talking about it today. I think so it was Draws, like literally Draws only three had, times ever. Or something. I don't think yeah. that'll ever happen again. Charles had a tweet, I think, yesterday. He's like, I'll show you who God is. God is. He literally came out absolutely delusional, and he put on a show. FaZe put the boot on the neck of Toronto Ultra. But honestly, Damn. I was surprised. I, I, I called Toronto to win. Yeah, so when did we I. did the show, I literally was so close to saying it, but I didn't want to sound delusional. I, I saw Scrappy complain about the game the last couple of days, and I'm like, these guys are just, like, annoyed. Like, they're not, like, focused on the right shit. They're, like, they're not, like, persevering. And I feel like FaZe has been quiet. FaZe has been silently at work every day, just going hard, probably. And they're just, like, obviously trying to get back up to form. And I was so close to saying that they were going to win because of I hate the game cheese. But I didn't call it, <laughs> yeah. and now I regret it. Yeah. Bro, I would have made a different prediction if we knew the fucking maps there before the series. I mean, I, I listen. I know in the chat talking about Tom. If you want to pull it up, yeah, I'm pulling it up. I, I thought, I, listen, I get the calculus of your Toronto and Phase One's a coin toss, and they take Team B. And maybe you want to work on some of the weaker maps um, in your pool. And we know that you know there's an auto veto that uh, you know Toronto has it in control, and maybe they want to dodge Phase on Invasion Control. But I personally think for me, and Tim, I don't know how you feel, that first map point, uh, Karachi was a choice by Toronto, and they could have picked Skid Row in this series, and I think they would have had a better chance. What do you think? Um, they could have picked a lot of maps different. They could have done a lot of things differently in the vetoes. I mean, I think anyone that has watched competitive COD this year can definitely see that this is just a phase map set through and through, and obviously Toronto was willing to do it. But I will give FaZe their flowers. Toronto said, fucking show me what you're made of. And FaZe beat the ever-living shit out of them. So, I don't know if that's what they said. I think it what is. They, because they're playing they Rio S&D after yeah. getting 6 0 by Vegas. You're playing Rio Hardpoint, which FaZe is undefeated on with the Tiny you. Terrors. You're playing High Rise Control, by far their weakest control mode. FaZe now 4-0. You're playing Karachi, which now you are forced to play Rio or Karachi, knowing that FaZe is probably better than them on the map in future series. So I think think this is what's going to happen. I think these guys are going to rematch at Major 2 in the finals. And I think that all three of these maps are going to get vetoed um, in in the finals. Uh, The first three. Uh, Karachi Hardpoint, Rio S&D, High Rise Control. Um, I mean, to me, I think Toronto feels that they're a better team than this FaZe squad. Um... They're not worried about the 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 you know the online matches. They know they'll still go six and one. It kind of gives me that same vibe where you know Scraps lost online series. Like he lost what Boston in the first stage. He yeah. was like laughing. Um, you saw it in the break. These guys were spinning uh, fidget spinners on oh, their yeah, nose. They, they, yeah. Um, they, I think they were, I think there's a little bro. bit they more that went into this uh, went into the series that obviously they're not going to talk about publicly. Um, Phase obviously came out and did their thing. There's no doubt about that, but. I think Toronto was playing the long game here because they believe they're going to match up against FaZe in the final of the the next major, um, and they didn't want to give them any any true practice on these maps. So okay, um, I I don't know. If, I have two points. Uh, I want to Pat. I want to see if you agree. So one, the reasoning that you wouldn't want to play your quote unquote ideal maps is you said you want to give them the reps, right? And I think the only time that that is a valid point. Well, my second point before I get there is I don't think that this series was worth the smokescreen we'll call it that by toronto because now you have given phase confidence in this series prior to today they did not have toronto had beat them in a grand final pretty handily they had beat them a few times on land in that same event 
and I do not think preserving your best maps are worth the confidence that FaZe now has in your matchup. If you are the best I, team in the game and you are playing your only opposition, which probably both of these teams feel, I don't think that unless your maps are auto wins, unless you're playing like Skid Row Hardpoint and there is in no world where that is losable, which to FaZe, any map is losable. So I, I don't I think that preserving you. your picks are is worth it in this matchup. I, I would agree with you on the pick standpoint, but I, I think like the point that I'm more referencing here is, I mean, I even going back to my career, there was plenty of times where I knew I was better than the, the team I was playing uh, on land 10 out of 10 times. Like I could get in their heads easily yeah. and throwing away an online match or a 2K match or whatever is not hurting me whatsoever. And it's kind of well, giving I don't think the it's hurting you. I think it's confidence. helping. It's helping well, face. That, well, that's where I think the false confidence comes into play, right? Because like if 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 FaZe now believe they're just so much better than Toronto, and then Toronto comes out, smokes them first map, map one on land, then it's a whole different ball game because then that confidence goes out the window. Yeah. Um and I and I think there's part of that where it's like a mental game too, right? Like I'm not saying Toronto's doing this. I'm saying I have in the past, but um, you know playing mind games is part of the game oh no um, i agree i think this series was whole like wholeheartedly bro look at these maps like this is clearly toronto well, like, yeah they're just like laughing they're like whatever fidget spinners like, on their face like but this this like goes out of the game in my opinion yeah, like, i'm phased and watching this bottom yeah. pissed Go ahead, yeah they're literally not trying bro they're yeah. bouncing fidget spinners on their nose between maps and they're la like bro they lost it i can do that easily laughing. i can do that with ease <laughs> well, we'll, we'll yeah, get to wrap on twitter afterwards i think the one area concern i have for toronto because hardpoint aside and the weakness on high-rise control. I think with Skid Row coming out of the map pool, I was surprised that Toronto has not or has not made an attempt yet to play Terminal S&D. In fact, they banned it in the series. Because if you look at their map pool right now in search, I think they're a solid invasion team. We've already seen them beat FaZe on the map. They're a great Karachi team. We've talked about that a lot. But they avoid playing high-rise. They avoid playing Terminal. We've now seen them play uh, Rio S&D three times in the split, and they lost it twice. So I think if you're Toronto... You got to chip away at that S and E map pool over the course of the next two weeks. Or I mean, I think that's what they're a real trying to do. There. I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make Rio one of their staple maps. So like, they're just going to keep playing it, like regardless of their success. Yeah, on just, it. They, I do agree there. They want the reps. I think I sure. think Toronto, like like Pat said, like I think both of you guys are correct in a way. But like ter like Pat said, I mean, they're just trying to like iron out these maps, and like they're gonna they're gonna finish six and one. Like if they don't finish six and one, <laughs> yeah. I'd be mind blown. Like yeah. they're allowed, they're they they can throw this series the phase, and they can continue to get reps on Rio because they're just so good at all the other maps. Like, um, but on the phase front, I mean, they just look really good. At least on the maps that they're supposed to win, they just they look like they've been putting in a lot of work, and it feels like they're playing better as a team. I think the, we're all the sad part is the top four seeds don't matter. That's what really matters. Like it doesn't yeah. matter where you place one through four for these top four teams. Yeah, they're gonna like they're each other all getting a free round one. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I, I, I think we're I think we're in agreement. I think it's yeah. just weighing the the pros and cons of to Pat like the the confidence that you have now basically handed phase for free in your matchup, which I think was not there prior to today, and preserving your map pool going forward in a known land matchup eventually. Like obviously Toronto values the latter because they did what they did today. But I think that the confidence that FaZe now has in this matchup, especially with someone like Zach on the team, is not to be understood. It's a, a double-edged sword for sure because it could bite Toronto in the ass. But it's one of those choices yeah. that you make where, like, you're confident yeah. that's not going to happen. That's what I yeah. believe I mean, Toronto is thinking. That's the reason that we had the maps today yeah. for everyone. Yeah. And like, this is why. Do, we've seen FaZe do it to other teams. I think they did Opic at some point a couple years ago. The other thing I think for FaZe 2 going into the series, it might have been a little bit of a motivational thing, and you heard it from Draws in the interview, you know, was the fact that Toronto was playing here to tie FaZe's uh, you know, series win streak going back from Cold War. So 
I'm sure from the phase end, there was motivation to not only win this one from the, the two that they've lost against Toronto this season, but also reserve the record that you have. So I'm some interesting decisions from Toronto, and they play Optic next. So that matchup now, very interesting. But Toronto plays Toronto Optic respond. next? Correct. Wow, they had phase Optic back-to-back. That's wicked. Yeah. Um, I'm going to piggyback on Ben there, too, because it is. A, it seems like a small thing, but the records that like happened throughout the years, like the hard point thing, for example, last year, um, when we played Optic on Hydro to beat like the, the hard point win record, like... Players think about that shit a lot. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like people are saying that Toronto doesn't series. care in the chat. I, I completely disagree. I think everybody cares about that shit. That's a player. Like if players I'm a player a and I'm and I'm and I know that going into this match we could potentially break the hard point win record, yeah. like see or see sorry the series win record. Like you're going hard as fuck. Like you're trying to win yeah. that. Like that's a cool record to hold, especially in the CDL. Um, but anything else to say before we hop into some clips? Uh, uh, the series. Dra- draws a legacy series, so shout out to Yeah, him. Zach, he, Zach and Cell fucking he, fried. He, yeah, Zach went fucking and, nuts. Uh, you know, do we want to talk about Twitter drama now or you want to wait? Uh, we can talk about it now if you want. I mean, I'm not pulling up any tweets. There was just some personals being thrown. A lot of tweets are being deleted. I mean, I'm not going to go we back. Need, um, you know, Tactical Rap can obviously go back and go get the tweets <laughs> for you guys. Okay, but um, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with Sam. Bed, like, like Undertaker. Obviously... I don't, I don't care if they get personal between each other, right? Like, I've never cared for that. Like, if it gets to that point, it gets to that point, whatever. But, um, I mean, other people should definitely stay out of it for sure. Uh, I think that's just a mindfulness thing that every player should keep in mind. Like, if you want to be personal, be personal to the person that you have beef with. But I am really surprised we don't have a Draza versus uh scrappy Boxing h match. no no h stream right now they're captains i would i would that would that would, that, that, that would do insane challenge that would do insane numbers right now i'm really surprised that we don't have that like a That's nice five hundred dollar thousand dollar child picking team but yeah i'm glad back to what sam said like i i do think and we've talked about this for years now like we need more charisma we need more beef we need more you know rivalries between players so um you know right or wrong reasons whatever like i hope more of these continue because it, it makes everything more entertaining um i i, I it's kind of annoying watching you everyone called, be best called, friends you called these phase guys kind of out on the your show this week did you not on like yeah I, I, I told them yeah i mean i want these phase guys to like start i mean bro look like was- no team in very recent memory has been assembled with as much talent as this phase squad has like they should be you know, going everywhere, feeling like they are those guys. Um, they've been the CDL villains for a long time, bro. But, like, but they haven't, though. They embrace- haven't. Well, they've been, they've like, been the villains it. because they were better than Optic. But, like, I want these guys to be, like, the team. Like, they should be, um, as personalities, like, you know, there's, there's, I guess my point is, they're not going to get the fandom that I think, you know, they maybe would have expected being the best players in the world. Uh, like that's always gonna go to optic. We know that, regardless of who's on that brand. So that wants them to be complexity so bad. Yeah, no, they could be. It. They could be mini teams. They could be. I mean, like even your Farico team. The same thing. Um, you, you know, I, I I'll just give think it to you, pal. I'll give they, it to you. You guys were better. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, but I think like they <laughs> they just need to recognize the situation <laughs> that they're always. in and recognize the talent that they have and, and just buy into it. I mean, you're only gonna be able to do this once. Like five, ten years down the road, like. You know, just just live into the moment and and realize how talented you are and walk around like it. And I think they can. You know, regardless of whether you stand five four or six four, like oh, these, these guys are the tiny terrors. It's time. You know, they're already tiny. It's time to be the terrors. Like 
Yeah. I just, I want to see more of it from these guys. Yeah. And I mean, Drazzle was chirping. They were definitely getting some chirps in after the match. The the chirps are yeah. coming in hot. Only thing I didn't like from Scrap is when he said it's only 10 points. Relax, brother. Because I was like, I feel like this is all we got, man. Like, league matches is all we fucking got, bro. This is We had a six-month off season. You know, we come back and another couple weeks off. Holiday, uh, holiday off. Uh, more weeks. Skipping week. I mean, well, league matches and majors. That's all we got. That's all we have. This yeah. is this is everything you're playing for. Those, those ten points are everything. I mean, that's and this, and this Bro, exists we, regardless of the this. CDL. Yeah. Right. We, this is even outside of the CDL. Yeah. Like these rivalries, they they happen before the CDL. They'll happen after. Like it's one of those things where, regardless of how you feel about the the, the current ecosystem of competitive COD, the community is going to be the same thing always. So it's like, um, you know, this yeah. stuff will will live on forever. And for me, it's like, you know, I I just think it's it's worth. Yeah, and, and somebody, to, said, to somebody in the chat into. said, no, but he's right, though. It's only 10 points. They're still at the top. Yeah, but it's it's not about the points. It's just a mentality thing. Like, it, like from a mentality standpoint, like, you got to go into every match, like, wanting to win that. At least if when I was in the league, if, bro, if we were going into a match not giving a fuck, like, the, the, uh, at least for me, I don't care how good we are. Like, you heard Kismet say it in the, in the, in the interview. Yes, uh, or actually, I think he said it today. Just, like, not being complacent, like, constantly getting better. I don't know if it was yesterday or today. But you know they're the world champs. They won three events, and they know they can't keep their they can't keep their foot off the gas yeah, pedal. They need to keep it fucking last at the last event. Regardless, like, of yeah, what and people are always bro, gonna watch but, them. They're gonna be studying every move they make. But, like they're they're the team in the hot seat, right? So it's like can I regardless. Add, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Chris. I was gonna say regardless of what you're playing for, like if I like were playing still, like I would just want to be undefeated and everything. Obviously, that's not realistic. You're gonna lose some. You're gonna win some. But like mindset wise like you want to win everything and it does not 100%. matter how big or small because people are going to remember that people are going to remember all your victories and they're going to remember all your failures and they're going to fucking shout them to the fucking roof so yeah. you just don't want to give a single doubt to anyone as to who you are and what you stand for in in anything that you you, you put this much time into Regardless, I, think, I mean, before it got personal a little bit, I like the beef. I like the shit talk. You know, I think the personal shots always get a little weird. But I mean, in terms of like the the shit talk, we need more of it. I agree with Pat on that. We need more. Go yeah. ahead, Ben. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was, I, my, I was gonna have a quick point, which is like the the weird thing about matchups like this against you know talking about the top four, they're making champs. Like, there's no danger those teams not making champs, and likely for those teams, there's really no danger of them making roster changes unless they have a real slump. So. These matches kind of mean something differently compared to the next two teams we're going to talk about, the two teams we were talking to, or one of the teams we are talking about prior. Um, so I just think from Scrap, I, I know he said LMAO, but he did the mistake of kind of tweeting after that and kind of adding more ammo on top of the fire. Maybe he'll learn that lesson, but I think this is going to be a fucking great battle to watch throughout the year for these two teams. Yeah. And also the fuck you draws chance are 100% going to happen <laughs> in Toronto. That, yeah. that is that is not going away. Those usually don't go away. But <laughs> just to look at some clips here um, from the map one, uh, really like the setup here from Atlanta Phase. I mean, uh, just thought it was a good setup to highlight just because, Sam, I know we were talking about it during the watch party. This is ideally the perfect setup uh, for yeah. a P3. Like it, when, when you can get people pushed out uh, and getting these kills, I think just the most important thing that I, that I, that I would note here is just keeping pressure on red. Like having somebody yeah. pushed out chicken, having somebody new, but keeping that pressure on red, that way Toronto can't just waltz through and uh, and just break the hill. Like they make it really difficult for Toronto when they push out and get these kills. Because not only do they funnel Toronto into one way, 
But it's just hard. If, if, if they're pushed up on a map, Toronto's just getting caught with their pants down, sprinting. Like, they don't even realize, yeah. you know you're what I mean? Giving them the, you're giving them the furthest spawn possible. There's three spawns. There's one in the market. There's one red. And then there's one bridge. And the bridge one is obviously the one you kind of want to get people to because it's just so far away from the hill in comparison to the rest. And yeah. they've played that to perfection. Yeah. Ideally, if you guys are watching at home and you're in ranked play and you want to set up a P3, th this is how you want to set it up. I mean, you, you want to get somebody pushed out red. Somebody playing with your junk, somebody in Hill. I, I just thought this was uh, what a really good junk? setup here. <laughs> I said you got to get push. You got to get junk control. Junkyard. No, you you got to control your junk, Chris. You misheard him. You have to control your junk. I heard that. You need a hat. Yo, quick crazy Go stat, fuck yourself, bro. Chris. You know what I meant. You knew what I meant. Only two teams have ever went undefeated in the qualifiers and then won the event, and it was FaZe and Cold War. It hasn't happened in the last three years. What happened? So, yeah, but like that's kind of, but that is kind of crazy. Like that's the only times going undefeated in the online qualifiers and winning the event has ever happened. I feel like the on like the online qualifiers means so many different things to like different echelons of teams, though. Like FaZe that's was just literally said, them yeah. in Cold War, and no one was going to beat them. But I feel like like Toronto this time, for example, like they want to test their map pool against a good team. Like when you're shit, you want to win every series. When you're the best shit, you want to test your map pool. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, like I don't it's, think that leads to being undefeated. It's not important though. Like this, yeah. that's my point. Like I don't think that's why I'm saying like Toronto throwing this away. Like it's whatever. Mm. How I many mean, teams have gone undefeated though? Is there like a lot or? Yeah, it's a uh, phase ultra phase optic rocker optic optic phase. The only Man, time, that, lot, wait, the only time that the seating matters between these top four teams if there's a clear like counter like. For example, if FaZe in Modern Warfare 2 wanted to, like, avoid Optic for whatever reason, like, there would be a reason to maybe care about your win-loss in your seating. But nowadays, like, I, I don't really, we still don't know what teams are, like, for, like, actually solidified, like, Ws against any of the top four. I think they're all pretty even. They all pretty much have, like, a good chance versus each other right now. Mm. Well, well, according to Draza, it's only Toronto and FaZe. So this is what I was going to get to, you know, with my point, which is, like, I think Toronto is going to probably start to feel the pressure that, you know, the other top teams are coming back to them and, and Toronto's coming back to the pack and it's going to make for an exciting rest of the season because I honestly think these teams can all beat each other. Optic in particular, they improved their search and could, could definitely challenge the guys and respawn. There's other situationals. Uh, I personally just don't like uh, Toronto throwing away like a guarantee map one like they did in this series. So you can definitely try Karachi Hardpoint they're already good at. I didn't quite understand the score up on that, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know uh, I'm saying like they played that map a million times. Why not play Skid Row, which I think they have the advantage on Phase On, but maybe they're worried about good side, bad side. I don't know. Another clip coming in here as well. Uh, I, maybe you guys can help me out here. How the fuck did this guy spawn here? So you can see number one, it's Scrap. Kleenex ends up dying to Simp. Scrap falls. Look where the spawn comes in from Toronto Ultra. Boom. He spawns bus stop in between two guys in new P5 and a guy coming from Dumpster Yellow Alley P2. Can somebody explain that spawn to me or no? Because I don't know how that nope. happened. No, cannot. I, I can't. There's game is shit, cheese. Shout out Slash. There's what one, two, three. There's four spawns on this hill. There's one where the people in Toronto are spawning. There's one where FaZe is spawning backside of uh the what is it? It's the satellite, and then there's one in market. So Can you back I'm... it up before that hill popped? Yeah. Okay. Like before it popped, as in like the, the ten icon. second mark when yeah. it reveals on the map. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'll rewind it. Just one second. Um, let me lower the fucking quality here, bro. All right, here we go. So I'm gonna let it play out from here. You can see there's ten seconds left at old. All right, new hill pops up. He falls. One guy spawns dumpster. 
One guy spawns bus stop, then somebody spawns dumpster right where the phase guy just spawned. Um, and then, of course, the guy who gets the close spawn is able to get the guy at a time. So, I mean, it's... I, go ahead, Pat. You were so, where number point. four spawned, had anyone ever spawned in that area on this that entire, like, prior... That hill? Like, the junk the hill? But where, wherever number wait, four just spawned, four? I don't know exactly where it was. Nah, like, I never before. see anybody spawn right there, bro. No, you can spawn. You spawn there. But, but, you know, on, top but of on the bus? previous hill, do you spawn there? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a default spawn for this hill because they're the you end up running through like bottom green and flooding through uh, like bottom red and shit. That's a normal spawn for the P5 or the P4. Yeah, but it's not like on the bus. Like yeah, it's like it's in P5. It's, it's in the arc. It's no, I'm talking like about for this hill, this current hill. Yeah, yeah, the current. yeah, yeah. We're it's yeah, we're the diner. Here. You just saw Toronto all spawn there before they just attacked like where this one hill. is. Where one is like when he's Her holding right here is that that's a spawn for P4. That's the thing about like this game mm. and like these new iterations. A lot of the time you can't pinpoint an exact spawn. It's just like in the general area. area. So like you know Toronto's spawning towards diner, but like in terms of where they can be, you obviously see there's a bus spawn, and then there's one towards the diner. Um, I just think it's just a product of the way the game works. It's so yeah. shit, but like you just one guy gets a hill a spawn here, so he starts blocking it. So the only other spawn that's open is here. That guy spawns there, the other one opens up, it just ping pong. They're just yeah. ping ponging off each other. FaZe uh Drazo was also able to get streaks, and this is kind of where FaZe they were just able to keep the pressure on him. I mean, they had such a good first rotation. Uh we saw the big P three hold from them, and then uh, they were able to build a lead, and on top of that, just getting the streaks. Uh, just led them to breaking the P1 so easily. That was a flawless break there with the streak. And I like the way they set it up as well. Uh, you can see the routes that they kind of take. They kind of spread out a little bit. You, you see Abizi. He's already taking that deep route. Uh, and as soon as the streak comes down, Abizi catches one guy slipping mid lane, and uh, they're able to collapse on the point. So uh, really good break from Atlanta Phaser. I don't think Toronto could have really done anything there um, with the streak in the air. But uh, good no. job. And then we go on to the next clip. Uh, we got a listen in here from FaZe. I'm down to tune into the listening, and uh, I got one more thing to show on this uh, this map one. So let's tune in. Let's see how the FaZe boys were sounding here in the map number one. Okay, he's through oh, the Sit down, sit down. They're I heard you. I'm just running coopside, too. Yeah, so listen, just hold on to it. They're running coopside, okay? I'm yeah, just yeah, running coopside. Stay on time. Stay on time. I'm middle, 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 middle. Toby's running coop. Head. Help me. Yeah, all right that's gonna do it for the listening one thing i noticed in the listening i i like that mc called out that he knew they were gonna be playing for him old i mean that's the play now right when it's going yeah. from p3 to p4 that like you want to push out chicken top three like get control of that like that's that's probably the main spump uh, can you because my bad. I just wanted to yep. say, can you go back to the beginning of the listen? I want to see how Draza spawned Coop behind Toronto because Simp was calling out, they're all Coop, and then Draza spawns there. I yeah. just wanted to see if there's anything that happened that was complete fugaze. 
Yeah, so one guy, he ends up pinching red. It was scrap. He ends up trying to to make a play. He gets to the back here, and then Simp is able yeah, to kill him. It's cause, yeah, it's because fucking that kid. But look how fucked Oh, you're talking is. about right there when, when he spawns. <laughs> like right, okay, for Toronto's all bridge right next to him, and he just spawns low coop. Like right next to him. Yeah, and it, and it's also weird too because you would think he would spawn where number seven just, but where Chris just spawned. Yeah, up. like there's a spawn out point clearly. Like or even back there. on the bridge. Yeah, just further away. Then he just there is a spawn Zach spawns there. close. It just runs back and just kills him off point. <laughs> you know, he there's did. Just, just there's died. just no. There's just no consistency. Like pitching. Like pitching is the ideal way to break hills in COD. Like it always has been. You want to hit out both sides block and pick each other apart and block the spawns. But in this game, you just find yourself in so much trouble when, like, if you do pinch, you almost have to, like, instantly commit, like, hit that pinch and then just go. You can't just, like, stay on a side and, like, wait because then those spawns start to get really, like, gimmicky. And it's just, I don't know, I hate watching it, dude. Yeah. And then uh, and then towards the end of this game, I'm thinking Toronto maybe can do this if they're able to chain these two hills together. But take a look as I play this out. Take a look at where his phase spawns here. They end up flipping behind satellite, behind Toronto there. And, and uh, I mean, this, is, this gives them the P2 spawn now. So now so now they flip when they probably should have just... They should have all spawned where Envoy is. Insane. But instead, they spawn an X. Real, real great game we got here, bro. Um, so, like, immediately, as a FaZe fan, I got very excited at this moment. But then I was also like, what the fuck just happened? And immediately written down. I mean, can anybody explain that? No, I mean, what, The entire side of the map is open, bro. Right. I mean, the if you're Toronto, what do you what do you even do about that? And, and you have one guy coming from, from Satellite. You have a guy uh, on Toronto coming from that side of the map. Like, they just, they're spawning there. They're spawning on that side. So if you're Toronto, yeah, yeah, we're spawning satellite side. You know, look at look at where they spawn up. Like, look at where he is. Number three is still climbing the ladder satellite. Like, he's still he's still on that side of the map. It's just it just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't oh make sense God, here. Bro. Um, and, and obviously, shit like this is just in game. It's uh, gonna be really hard to read. I I'm just swear. waiting for something real, like a really crazy matchup on land. At a, like champs or some shit, and some crazy fucking spawn just happens and just fucks everything I, up. I swear this is actually a thing, and I felt like this was always a thing in other games too. There are certain spawns that activate, like in terms of priority, closer to the end and the beginning of a hill. In the beginning of the hill, right, that's never gonna happen. That spawn out will never happen, but when it starts to get past the 30 second mark in the second half of the hill, I actually feel like spawn priorities shift and you'll see people start spawning at new hill. And like, it's almost like the game is preparing you for the next hill and shifting the priority of certain spawns. And I think that's literally what happens yeah. on this game. And it's happened in, in every other game for a while. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, let's move on. Uh, unless anybody has anything to say on the map one, I, it's all I really got. And just a few bad spawns, but I don't know what you're cheesing about over there. What are you giggling okay. about over okay. there? Okay. Um, okay, let's move on into the SND. So we have the two, three round here. First and foremost, let me just say this. Rio is probably the best map in the game right now. I mean, in oh, every dude. game mode, I think it's the best in Hardpoint. I think it's the best in SND, but by far, I just think it's the most inter. I think it's the most entertaining dude. match to watch. I, th I think the pace of it is good. The spawns seem pretty good. Go ahead, Sam. Uh, I just, I don't know if I agree with the S&D take entirely. It's definitely up there. Um, I love it, but, bro. I love but, it. Oh, I love watching it. But thank God Rio's in the pool, bro. If if we 
had to sit here and just watch like a terminal hard point in its place for all these series. Like I'm thinking even further ahead past major two and we get like Vista in for invasion. Like we can genuinely have a very good map set. Yeah. Going Tommy, forward, would have, excited Tommy about. would have spawn clips up the wazoo. If we had terminal, yeah. they would be terminal is fucking horrible, bro. We would yeah, be sitting be here decoding every single, <laughs> we're turning into full blown conspiracy theory. No, so talking about Rio S and D. I mean, now that it's not a b-bomb fucking bang out you're seeing a lot of ankle breaking you're seeing a lot of wrapping together as a team which we've seen phase do a lot since they lost to new york in searches and it, it makes for an entertaining map i mean the retakes are always possible on defense if you got the numbers but on offense there's a lot you can do here with numbers so like force trades their team's going to spread and play for picks, yeah. which i think was good game plan from face to yeah I, I agree ben i think the the most important thing on rio right now is is the ankle breaks on offense i mean just being able to show b and then wrap back to a and then wrap back to b you can just play so many mind games with people on offense yeah. and, and you can Dash see it talked about it but it literally plays like frequency like a lot of yeah. time you're kind of just like body stacking aside you're mm -hmm. getting a pick then rotating body stacking another side and you're just yeah. basically going back and forth like, Th this is what players. i love here i love that face started a wrapped it b got the kill they wrapped it back to A, but Draza stayed, and he stayed here. And then what, what mm -hmm. he does here is just play a late flank off the plant, right? Like, if the plant comes in, they wrap back, Toronto gets all the info, like, right here when FaZe jumps his corner, and Inset goes, oh, my fucking God, 3-3-3. Three, three, three. Then that Draza's, that's Draza's opportunity now to make a play and, and, and bite on the flank. And this gets a little scary here as well. Kleenex makes a really good play. I love the play from Kleenex to push through and to flank him real quick. It was a good play. Dylan Envoy... Tagged up, throws the smoke on himself, and Draza was able to find him in the smoke. So, what do you guys think about the play from Dylan there to throw the smoke I mean, down? Did you like that play? He's fucked. He's fucked. He was fucked. He was fucked. I thought it was kind of creative. I thought it might have actually worked for a second. If he just I mean, ran listen, by Dra it. Draza's the king of fucking throwing the smoke at his feet. Shout out Bokai. Draza Justin was Lee, king so. one way. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, but uh, good try there from uh, from Dylan Envoy. Then we go into the 3-4 round. And this is just a good retake, honestly, from Toronto. I mean, I'll ask you guys first. I mean, do you like the setup here from Atlanta Face? Because they end up getting retaked uh, uh, here on this bomb site. In Toronto, we're able to break it down. What do you guys think here? Pat, let's get you involved. Pat, you like this re this this setup well, we, here? We, we, we can't see shit, Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom, right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at shit, you. Brother. Are you oh, talking about bad. the rotation of the flower plot in yeah, your room? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all, all, I'm, all I'm seeing is Sam's <laughs> bicep right now. Yeah, it's shit. There I we bet. go. Pat, this is the setup right now for Atlanta Phase. They get the B-bomb down. They got one guy bridge, one guy in the stairs. Uh, uh, you can see Toronto. They're just they're kind of breaking through mid. You got one guy pinching. It's it's Envoy. Do you like the setup here from Phase? Do you want to see them get maybe tighter together? I mean, what are you thinking here, Pat? What do you think, Slayer? I, I like it. I mean, they got everything covered. All these guys got the gunny to hold down their individual lanes. Seven mm -hmm. can help five. I'm, I'm happy with it. Mm. They'll obviously get closer once they get information, and I think do, I think this bit. is just kind of what broke him down. I somehow Dylan Envoy was able to get on the flank. He wins a he wins a crazy one on one onto Tyler, and then he stays alive. What's Tyler doing though? It was a good spot. I was I liked it. I liked the spot. It's a great spot to watch the pinch from both sides. If you know the timing, he just lost unless unless it's Envoy who reads it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if Envoy read this. You think he just snapped? I think he just, I think snapped, he just snapped, bro. I think he just snapped. He's, I think he's that good. Yeah, bro. I, I think mean, you it. see a guy hovering in the sky. You're first, snap first on. he jumps and turns. He looks for it though when he turns. Nah, no, he, he saw no, him. He, he saw him. He, he, he just got the best centering ever. Then he centered, jumped, turned, and then perfectly got him. He saw him. He saw him. No, he saw him, guys. He's look. He sees this guy. Look. 
he turns. He saw him right there. He saw him, and then he snapped uh, up. Yeah. And you see what I'm saying? And then he snapped uh, up right yeah, here. Yeah, you're he just saw the him. Like, he saw the him. Um, so it was just really good plays. Dylan Envoy moving at the speed of light. He's seeing things very quickly. We have to go back and, and, and pause frame this motherfucker. Good job from Dylan Envoy and good retake. Uh, I think Dylan making the play there is what got him to retake. And I don't like the put. I think uh, uh, MC now is just fucked. The bomb's not planted for him. And he kind of put himself yeah, in a tough himself spot, in a spot there. Well, it's one of those situations, though. Like, that's set up. If Abizi wins that one, that's a round win for sure. Right? Yeah. Like, Envoy just bail out. Yeah. Uh, really good plays from Dylan Envoy there. Then we get to the 4-4. I mean, this was just an insane S&D. This S&D was going back and forth. The play from Draza here was uh, was phenomenal. Well, first you see you you see Abizi. He tries to make the play on the pinch here. Uh, and he ends up going down. Sam, I know you said Abizi's eyes fucking lit up when he turned <laughs> yeah. the corner here. Uh, but it was good plays from Jamie to just kind of slow play and make sure nobody can pinch behind him and, and shoot him in the back. Really, really good plays there. And Toronto, I think they end up doing what FaZe do. Yeah, they wrap it back. So they get the first blood. Abizi gets all the information. And then Toronto, they end up wrapping his back over to the B site. Uh, Kleenex is able to catch a couple people trying to push through and uh, in Toronto they, they're able to win the offense here so again just breaking ankles uh, you know uh, using their numbers and then just kind of wrapping the bomb site seems to be the play here in, in Rio S&D uh, you want to know the best play? of course getting Slam. first blood on defense right now it has a 93 win percentage highest all Damn. time small sample size but that's a solid insane. sample size i mean there's but, been a decent amount of math I mean, 93 percent win percent if you get first blooded on or first blood on defense yeah that's that's actually a crazy stat line um and then we go into the five four round draza gets an ace here he already found one somebody trying to come up through through Resky. he takes him down with the ar uh and Dylan envoy slips the gap again he's able to get through the smoke finds one but look at draza finds two with that pistol Slides the corner, finds a third as well. So a little A's coming in from uh, from Draza there. Fantastic plays. Not very often you see a three-piece with a Renetti. So good good plays from Draz. Uh, this fucking pistol, back pocket pistol thing. Yeah, that thing's OP. Yeah, that thing's fucking OP, bro. Uh, need feel something like... to fight the subs, man. Nah, come on. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> and then we go into the round 11. The round 11 was oh, honestly just a straight a out four hit for Atlanta phase and I was just waiting for this honestly no no team did this they'll, they'll get pushed up get a kill back up play this, is, play call ever the, the, one, this is five five hit a tack tack nade nade boom boom bada bang this is over with boom <laughs> that's the play call right there tack yep. tack boom boom bada tack, bang tack, boom boom bang Bro, bang Toronto Bomb was down. Boom. mind blown to no, see FaZe just spreading the smoke but FaZe had no other option because somebody on Toronto got to boxes and basically yeah. held the outside so just that that the communication in that was probably chaos and they just lucked out that like Toronto didn't like realize what was going to happen because if they were just both looking at the smoke it's probably over. Yeah. Uh, they hit him with the fuck go fuck yourself round they, 11. Yeah, like, they like, definitely like, did. Well that like, well that's the thing like like somebody said that's lucky but that's what happens when you take a risk in round 11. Like they used their numbers, they ran at the site, threw their tax and Toronto panicked. Like they put yeah, them they, in panic mode. They put their balls on the table. The crazy part is, yeah, like, there's just there, there was just no smoke on like the site, like obviously protecting the the initial guy that had the push. So like that smoke getting through without a trophy, it was pretty much the entire round. Because if not, they just get shot on the side. Yep. 
Um, and then, uh, unless you guys have anything to say on the S&D, I thought it was a good search. I thought Rio s and uh, I just want to well. shout out Tyler Abizi because his search throughout stage two has been like basically bar none. He's yeah. been fucking unbelievable yeah. in the turnaround on stage one there. So just a quick shout out to Tyler. I think the key thing for them in their S&D, and, and it was called out by Draws in the interview, is that you notice now that they have been running more together in searches in both the series they played this weekend and giving Death themselves ball. more options to take trades. And in his draw said, like, from his POV, if we're sticking together, like, no one's outgunning us. So, like the adjustment after they got kind of embarrassed by New York and search yeah. a week ago. Yeah. Um, and then we hop into the control and uh, phase. They're able to win the first. Uh, they're able to win their defenses. Toronto's able to win their defenses. But this is just kind of where things uh, change here. This is the offensive round that phase was able to win. And it starts with, uh, with MC. He just gets himself tucked on a point. He finds himself a little gap here. He gets on a point. Uh, and he doesn't disappoint. Finds a timing here. He's able to find one. Stays alive. Turns this corner. Finds another one. Puts some shots down into the Bro, third. I thought he was going to kill the third guy. Almost. <laughs> he almost got the third guy. Uh, and then Abizi's there for the trade. And then you can see the stacks coming in from Atlanta phase. I mean, it just happens so quickly, right? Like, every, the whole round goes by. Nobody could get to this point. But all it takes is one play, that one moment to find a two or three piece and work a stack. And that was that moment here for Atlanta phase. So, Really good plays here from MC. If you're Toronto Ultra, maybe somebody just pick up blue faster. I, I know Insight's trying to trying to cut off mid. Um, but you definitely never want people just waltzing out of blue and hopping on a point and making a play. Um, so if you're Toronto Ultra, I don't know if there's anything. Is anything you guys see that you would have done differently or just a good play from MC? Because um, this loss in the game here. Uh, yeah, it was an insane play go from back MC. to the defense. They win the map 3-1. Bada bang. Boom. I mean, I mean you, get that, you get that that like window spawn over there. You're kind of fucked. Like, are you going to rotate back and readdress middle map? Like, Well, I mean, if you see how it plays out now, I mean, they got three guys hot. It was it starts with uh, with the simp. He makes a play. There's a lot of trades going down. Nobody picks up left side blue. Like, they, they had opportunity. Look, they're three hot yeah. right here when they clear them. I just think when the eight points up, you need to go left. And they didn't go left, is what I'm basically trying to say. And I don't know if you guys disagree or agree with me on that. What do you guys yeah. think? I mean, yeah, letting him run out of blue to the point is definitely insane. not ideal. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, one choice. guy stays back right window and watches middle, and then the other guy's looking hell he stares. Like three and four looking at the same thing here. Yep. And then and then number and then Kleenex ends up going down. Inside, I think Kleenex also takes a pretty bad fight on Zach. Like I think this kill is relatively unimportant for the game state. Yeah, I think he, I think he goes up heli stairs and dies to Zach. But obviously yeah. blue is a priority here. Like MC made a great play, but I just don't know how he made it so easily. I don't know how he just got into the site. Yeah. And just waltzed on. It's just you you don't usually see those mistakes from Toronto. And I thought right there was a was a was a little mistake there that costed them this offense or this, their defense. I mean, there's a reason phases first in every statistical category on offense on this map. Like they they don't really throw away advantages on offense um, when it comes to like spawn trapping opportunities or when to stack, when not to. Um, and I mean, Toronto played them on the map, and everyone knew how good phase was on it, and they threw one to one offense. Yeah, I mean, guys, any final thoughts on Atlanta phase and Toronto Ultra? Atlanta phase, they get a three zero victory over the major one champs. I mean, as a uh... I'm sure the FaZe fans are excited to to see that one today. Uh, it was a good think, result for uh, FaZe. I think if you're a FaZe fan this weekend, they 6 out. Like, I think you're feeling good. They got Thieves, Boston, LIG coming up, and we expect them to win all of those probably. So 6-1 and one probably. The stage is probably great points-wise, and you're getting that top seed. I think on the Toronto side, listen, obviously, you tried to mix it up this series. It didn't work out. The reward for that is now they got to avoid going with back-to-back -back losses. It's an optic team that I think is a particularly interesting matchup against Toronto. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for Atlanta Phase and Toronto Ultra. Um, Toronto Ultra, obviously, uh, 
Got to bounce back from that one, but uh, they're a great team, so I'm sure they'll be fine. This was uh, phases 50, 55. Damn, 55 3-0 sweeps in the CDL. That's Damn. absurd. That is crazy. It's a crazy uh, stat. I, I want to reiterate the stat from earlier because my, my guy Ozzy at Bet365 told me that this is the third series in the history of the CDL where, where phases there plus it is. odds. It like the, not the, the third series, Pat. It's, it was like champs, I think. It was major one in Vanguard, one of the champs, maybe against your team. Sam and then and then this yeah. match is fucking That's still crazy. absurd. If I'm if I'm yeah. one of these books, I'm never putting them at plus odds oh, ever. I, sli I slammed that shit. My chat was like, ride or die. Let's fucking go. Yeah, so. I would I would never do that. Let's uh, let's happen. move on to the last and final series of the day. We had the Minnesota Rocker going up against the Los Angeles Thieves. Rocker currently zero and five as they fall to LA Thieves two to three. Uh, obviously, Rocker has shown some promising moments this year, going uh, especially after Stage 1, Major 1. Uh, but uh, they just continue to struggle here in Stage 2. and oh, and five, four game fours. Yeah. And, uh, four game fives, excuse me. And uh, and honestly, I mean, LA Thieves, they go up 2-0 in this one. We we thought all, this was going to end a little earlier, and then Nate Shot tweeted, and then we, we knew we they see, were fucked. Can we see the vetoes real quick? I got to see something. Um, I'll go back. To I got to go find them. I'll be right back. Let me see. I have to know how we ended up with Triple Invasion. <laughs> When there's probably a Rio or a Karachi out there or something uh, else that... I, if LAT should have vetoed, or I don't know the vetoes, I'm assuming LAT Even vetoed Rio, and I will assume that Rocker probably vetoed something. LAT vetoed Rio, and Minnesota uh, vetoed Karachi. Oh, they vetoed Karachi. There you yeah. go. Minnesota vetoes Karachi. I thought they fucking played. I'm proud, yeah. but damn. Uh, what other maps could... Yeah, I guess they don't really play any other maps. Sadly. Triple Invasion, I'll take it, baby. Does Karachi play... Or does uh, Minnesota play sub-base? I feel like maybe I've seen it once. They played maybe? it against Optic and got choked some at the end. That's yeah. probably why. They're, they're on four on the they map. They played it against New York after that or somebody after that and lost it as well. Yeah. Uh, ben, LA Thieves, they get a 3-2 victory over uh, the Minnesota Rocker. This is the stat line here. What did you think about the series overall as a whole? I mean, I thought it was a great start from Thieves on the first two maps. Um, and then, to your point, Nadeshot tweeted, and things got a little bit shaky. I just think everything changed team, when Nadeshot tweeted. Like, Only the Avatar, Master of all. Sorry. For, crazy. for Thieves, like, you're now, it's a back to back series where, listen, you're going up 2 0, close this shit out on the third map. Do not let this shit go to five. Some sketchy ass fucking terminal S. Indeed, they're lucky that they won this one and the one against Miami, but against a better team, they might not be as lucky next time around. Bro, I'm just going to say it. Drop Awakening now. Oh, this was the dagger man. series for me. What are we waiting for? It's oh, a consistent man. factor. This team would just get better. Do you not want to get better? Yo, Slake, can you give Lamar some gas today, Slake? You give some Slay, he was doing his thing, uh, Slay. Lamar on, was Slay. fucking from Come on, bro. He's, been, he's been good for these guys, man. He was. He has a and I know, pinky, I know you bro. were in there today yeah. watching it with us, so I know you were in there watching it. Lamar played I. Um, definitely, <laughs> definitely above. Whoa, definitely above the, the you know the average for Lamar. Um, so he played. He played good today. It was. It was. It was above average for him. But again, I still feel like Lamar shouldn't have to do this much on this team. I feel he like he's having he to bro. overcompensate because where is his AR duo? Like, I'm sorry, but this awakening guy got nothing against him. <laughs> It's just consistently every series, one map, two maps, just a stinker, bro. You cannot have that. And for me, I'm in the rocker camp. 
like I see potential in the team that I currently have. And I'm instantly wanting to improve this roster. Like this is, we're, you know, this is like getting down. I mean, we're almost done with major two now. Like we're getting pretty deep. I know it feels early, but we're getting to that point. We have that stint from April to June where it's like nonstop call of duty for 11 weeks. The there's probably not going to be that many roster moves in that period. And most of the champs placings are or like from where you're at in the standings are going to be determined in that period. So for me, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it ASAP because this this team does have a chance, right? Like they they have a chance to they're be fifth there. six, like easily with a roster change. So for me, I don't know what they're waiting for. I'm kind of mind blown by it. I don't see the reason I'm going to the major, not having well or or not doing well or doing average, and then making a change. Just do it now. You know you'll improve. Mm. Like, no you sleeping. know. Is is anyone that oh, he's going to argue dude. against that? Because well, I, I mean, listen, I I, I feel like I've no. been kind of like a big wake hater. So I, this you was know, the I, I feel like I've said me. enough. I mean, right. I, I and I was saying it just on past episodes that big wake just hasn't been himself. He hasn't been playing like himself. Like he's he's supposed to be that guy stepping up in the kill department for them. Like that's his role. And I don't even know if it's his fault. It just he don't work on this team. It's period. Yeah, he don't hey, work. He on could this work team. on a different team for sure. It's not working. He he. When I watch him play, I feel like he has a hard time. Just like. Doing what Lamar wants him to do, which is just hold and just hold an outside. He tweaks a lot. He be tweaking a lot. He's a tweaker. I don't understand how he goes from his stigma that he's had for years, which is being a kill whore, kill. to <laughs> the spot where he's like, yo, kill whore, and he's not doing it. It's also, like, how the fuck Lamar, does Nasty like, have 18,000 damage with a point eight three? He's got the yeah, most he, damage he tweeted, in the He was tweeted, no one was dying. No one is dying. <laughs> and that is very indicative of that. I was actually going to mention that, but... Bro, it's like Lamar and Wake swapped roles in terms of like how like I would expect them to Damn. play from their past teams. Accurate. No pun intended. It's crazy. They've been playing well, bro. I mean, Lamar's, Lamar's been, playing, yeah, Lamar's Lamar's been, been shooting. Listen, I've had moments on the show where I've said Lamar needs to step it up, bro. Like, if he's not stepping it up in the kill department, he's gonna this and that. Like I've had moments like that. He's definitely been playing really good for these guys. He's been he's been going really and and I think you can't say enough about Linz. He had a rough series last time. But uh, he, he looked he looked like himself. This guy's again rookie today. of the year, bar <laughs> Yeah, I think he's rookie of the year too. I think well, Gwen is up there. Gwen is second, close yeah, second. It's, it's a close there. running right now. I feel though. I don't think it's as drastic as we There's still. A I think long it's just year. the team separation is what's going to do it. Yeah, I, I, it should be personal accolade, but I don't. I don't know. Know. The reality I'm is, both these guys, guys should be teaming. Bro, at this <laughs> yeah, point, you're not wrong. When guys, year, J-Cap text messages, here we go. Bro, at this point, Rookie oh. of the Year might be the team that qualifies for champs out of the teams with the rookies on them. Like, because a lot of these teams that have these rookies are kind of on the bottom end, and they've all had these roller coaster rides. But, I mean, it might come down to that, because I don't know how many of the rookie teams are going to qualify. So who, like, what, what? Well, Minnesota's in fifth in fucking points, because uh, to Patrick because of Rowling, their event. Fucking slam this year. To be yeah, fair, bro, four? I think I think Gwyn is like Wimby on the Spurs, and Linz is like Chet on the uh, OKC, bro. Like he just has a better squad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, that. Gwyn is disgusting. On top of the standings, I mean, it's you know? it, yeah, still... but and he'll, and Chet's probably gonna win Rookie of the Year because of how they do it. But it's obvious everyone knows it should be Wimby. Like, what are so all the teams with like a Rookie of the Year candidate right now are what Minnesota. Seattle. 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 Wait, is it Carolina. not going to be Wemby? I mean, Wemby's. I, I thought Wemby had that shit locked. The NBA is weird, bro. Technically, technically, LAG has that true, bullshit. right? He's still yeah. rookie. And then Vegas with Geo and Purge. But I don't think Purge is going to get it, unfortunately. But, but Purge. Yeah, or not Purge. Geo. Geo's been looking pretty decent. Listen, bro, I'm getting a Purge jersey, bro. Snoopy tired of shit. Snoopy counts. Snoopy counts. But Snoopy hasn't been as good as either of these guys. No. 
No. Not even close. No. There's, well, there's, there's a world. Them, but maybe not. There's, there's no rookie sure. that's been better than Gwyn or Linz. There's a world where only maybe one or two of those bottom four teams or like teams that we might like fit into the bottom four are going to qualify for champs. So it could come down to maybe one or two of them maybe making it and then calling it from those two because I, I just can't in good conscience give rookie to a year to a team or a player that does not qualify for champs. I just don't see that. And wait until some random well. ass fucking challengers player joins one of these teams and they just go on some hot run and get the Fitzy going to champs. And that's but that's the, the, but that's the same as like how the NBA has done it before. Like, oh, yeah. they had a sh they they were last in the standings because he got drafted to a shit team. Like, oh, it's also, San Antonio Spurs. It is also uh, Purge's birthday today. So happy birthday, to Purge. Oh, happy birthday, happy birthday to Purge. 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 It was Mama well, Nero's birthday, turning? right? Uh, Twenty one. All right, well, hopefully 21's his year because 20, he was looking rough. But <laughs> anyway. Um, on his birthday, yeah. Papa, on his birthday? I just I just said I hope 21's his year. I'm pulling for him. Yeah, we didn't say it like that, man. Hey, bro, he's good, Did bro. Pat, Pat, Pat he's cool. been on his bullshit, bro. Purge has been on his bullshit. Trust. I don't think he's bad. I think he's also way better on, on the role he's playing now. But, I mean. Now, he's get better at hard point. His hard point he was Yeah, he's, he's, he's like a walking kill streak at hard point right yeah, now. Yeah, no, his, his hard point is definitely rough. He, he needs, he needs and some And that's, that's two, some of milk. The, two of the five, Tom. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I can't disagree with that, Pat. I really can't. Um, let's move on. Uh, unless you guys, do you guys have anything to say in the series before we start headed over to some clips here? No. Uh, uh, I, I mean, shit myself every time it goes game four. That's pretty much it. I think. Uh, yeah. I honestly expected a three zero because that's before fair. this series, LAT was twelve and 13 and zero in defensive invasion rounds, um, and they ended up tossing one of them. But uh, yeah, their their hard point woes, I think, have obviously gotten better. But I don't trust them in game Winner four. Fucking control, bro. They haven't won to control yeah. this play. That's the big issue. Like they got two wins. Good? In a very hard schedule yeah. that we were harping on prior to uh, stage two starting. So two wins right now is pretty much winners, bro. We're winners. Let's go. <laughs> every other team Only to get chokeslammed by like Toronto round one. But that <laughs> every, is every other team cannot buy a series right now. Wait, bro. wait, wait, wait. Correct. But here's the thing, though, that might happen this this major, which is you might have a bunch of top teams at five and two. And Vegas might be sitting there with six wins at the top four seed. So if they get like a first or second seed inexplicably somehow here. Like straight, you might actually look down schedule, a round matchup. Straight the schedule. Yeah. Also, fuck Nate Shot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Nate, oh, Nate Shot was uh he was trolling you guys, Sam. Caster cursing reverse juju. Bro, I have my jersey on. I have my champs <laughs> ring on. Nah, that's trying crazy, to bro. reverse PEMDAS this fucking dog shit tweet that he had, bro. No, I, I couldn't I, believe it. No, that tweet he, I, he ended up deleting it, didn't he? No. <laughs> he, no, I thought it, somebody said he deleted it. I I don't know why now. Uh, you just saw a lot of uh somebody had to delete a lot of tweets. Tweet that's what you're thinking. Yeah, uh, there's uh, you got it mixed up. You got it mixed up. A lot of people deleting tweets right now. A lot of people. Yeah, you know, a lot of tweets go. A lot of tweets hitting the timeline. A lot of stuff going on. Pat, you remember those days, man? Being on the timeline, going rogue, man. I remember Hastro sitting me down. My, on the couch. My, mine are still there, Tom. And he's are they still there? Hastro oh, yeah. made me delete mine. He made me delete no, most Pat of mine. Has the all time. I think to this day the all time best chirp tweet of all time. Which is he all was so confident in his team <laughs> that he fucking tweeted out a twit longer and how to beat his fucking team like step. Well, by you step. know, you know what's funny? I was taking a dump when I was I was writing that up. <laughs> Where are you? You're taking a yeah. shit? Yeah, because I wrote it on Notepad, Tom, on my phone. 
I mean, that's nice. not impressive. I feel like you're everybody's best takes. I feel like come you, on, th- yeah. When you're on the shitter, bro, you just you, I don't know. You just you, everything just comes to you when you're on the you shitter. Oh, you, you, you go to a new told, form of consciousness. No, that's fast. Somebody yeah, told that's me to delete tweets when I was younger. I might have still been playing. Dope and energetic, <laughs> my boy. Yeah. Astro <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sat me down in the MV house and he's like, "Listen, man, we can't keep doing this. You're a professional. Like this, this has got to stop, or you just won't be here." And I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> oh <laughs> damn. That's like, damn, let me delete this shit, bro. I mean, I, mean, I, used, to have to sit, I used to have to sit you down and delete some tweets, too. Yeah, bro, then I, I Hector, usually told uh, you to go fuck yourself, and then yeah. I had to delete it. <laughs> then, then eventually, then you eventually, eventually bro, I when I joined it. Optic, I had, uh, I had Hector pull up, like, he was keywording my Twitter going through it, and he pulled up tweets on the projector in the hex quarters that for everyone good. to read. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. He was like, yo, you going to leave these up? Bro, wait, wait do we remember the player summit where they were pulling yes. up crazy yeah. tweets that we were tweeting? Yeah, yeah. We, were at, we were at the player summit and like the league was pulling up different tweets from the players and shit. And Bro, they were like, this them- is what you guys can't do. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's like talking shit about the game. Half yeah. of them were killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No chance, bro. Hey, shout out to this loss, man. Shout out to Sloss. You're your fucking stale bread. Bro. Yeah. But uh, just look at some clips. Uh, we kind of just breeze through them. There's a few of them. This is just a really good break from LA Thieves. It, bro, this would have gotten bad really fast for LA Thieves if they did not break this hard point. I thought this was about to be over a 100-point lead uh, to start things off for Minnesota. But take a look at the break here from LA Thieves. And I don't even know how they did it because one guy ends up falling for Thieves. He spawns out. Let's see what kind of happens here. We'll let it unfold. So one guy gets picked. Nasty finds two through Mannequin. That's pretty much what it is. Why is Vivid still across the map? Vivid's all... Think, Tom, Vivid, what think is he doing over out. there? Gotta think he's lagging out. I think he's lagging out. I think Reese lagged out right here. It's also... It's, it's also oh, he's just, capping well, B the, control. Well, That's well, the what thing is, is, though, it's also like a mind game, right? It's like... If in Vivid's head, he's gonna get that kill. That's gonna signal an alarm for like Thieves players to hunt him. They don't. They, they don't. just ignore him. It's a good play. And it's they a good get play by. They ignore him. So it's a great play out of Thieves. Good read. Number five gets caught with his pants down because he has to look at three hundred things, and then Wake is kind of just stagnant in laundry, just not really. Being um, kinda. Any... He doesn't have to look at three hundred you know different I mean. things. Nah, he's tweaking, bro. Linz is tweaking on his tank, bro. He's tweaking. He starts tweaking. He starts fucking jumping around and shit. He should just stay on the tank and just watch there's, the pinch. There's also just like no info. Like the once Reese gets that kill, even if he dies, he needs to go like immediately and start to play for like potential info, regardless if they hunt him or not. That again is going to be info and he's going to get a second chance because he's going to spawn up gas before the flip and then he's going to be able to re-engage. So like regardless of what Reese was thinking in that scenario, he needs to move because his death would be useful in that scenario, right? He's either going to engage, shoot those thieves players, ignoring him in the back. Or he's going to die and get a second chance, which is going to signal the alarm to wake, to turn around. They're hitting mannequin, and then obviously the guy back ass is going to know. There's just no information. They're yeah. not gathering any. Like, yeah. it, there's useful deaths in COD. Regardless. Reese didn't. No one knows what that is, Chris. Trust me. Yeah, there's useful deaths. You need to get information sometimes. And at the at, at times, it's going to cost you your life, but you got to trust your teammates in that in that, in that that scenario. Yeah. I also think it's just a really good play from Nasty. Find, finds a gap. We, they, yeah. I think the biggest play there is, Chris, is what you said. Them ignoring Vivid and just pushing through and using their numbers elsewhere, I, I think is a really good play. And I think pro teams should do that more. You could definitely make people useless on a map. That was always my argument when it came to snipers, bro. When, when, when pros always want to GA snipes. Now, granted, in this game, it's a little bit different but in some games in the past when pros wanted the ga snipes i was always the type of guy where i was like whoa you can make snipers completely useless in a match like yeah. you can you can complete you can use that to your advantage like you there's a lot of ways yeah. you can counter a snipe 
or a team using a snipe. So that, it's like that, making people useless is really important. That, really that whole play though is like hard point 101. It's like as soon as you like get information and you would, and like you start to like get a kill, you have to start collapsing and just trust your teammates to like win fights, even if you're like getting traded. Because otherwise, if you don't collapse after that blood, you're leaving holes in a setup, especially if you're playing that stretched out on the map. Yeah. Nope. Agreed. Uh, let's move on. I was reading. <laughs> I was I reading. I put it up for tweet. you, huh? Yeah, I was reading. I had to blow it up on my end because I couldn't read what it what it was. But that's hilarious. What it? I didn't even know. What the fuck is it? Damon played Diablo three. Other <laughs> played Final Fantasy. Is that true? Yeah. This was after uh, after champs. I think we were just like we we're on. Yeah, you level. guys. That was the freest event one of all time. No, but but we went to two events right after. We had PAX and UGC. PAX was actually, believe it or not, freer than champs. I think I had like a one point nine at PAX. If you really that go back and look at it, I played you in. <laughs> I just want to oh, remark on the third. It was like a year ago. Tweet, uh, I know. <laughs> but uh, we only played thirteen league matches in a month. Only thirteen in one month, man. Yeah, because back then that's when like there was a million. Like you yeah. were playing yeah. like fifty a ton. Yeah, that shit was so one dude, the golden days of playing COD every day, and there was like every other day there was something important to play. Nowadays it's like you only have your weekends. It's yeah. miserable. Yeah, uh, let's move on. Uh, this was a another clip uh, here from the match. Uh, it's a weird spawn coming in. Sorry about the quality. Let me up that for you guys. Take a look at the spawn here. So we're all going crazy. Like, oh, man, LA Thieves lost the gas spawn. What the fuck are these morons doing? But no! Somebody still <laughs> spawns there. And it is nasty. What a great play by Nasty. How the man. fuck I mean, does I he spawn gas? How I does can't he spawn highlight gas Nasty's here? play Bro. here enough. Bro. That is just a grade A Call it's, of Duty it, professional play right there. It's rank play, so it's not super sweaty. But I tell my people in rank play to hard block gas until the next hill pops. This is why this right here, as soon as you give it up, you're spawning people behind you. Well, and I guess exactly it kind of does make sense because the new hill isn't popped yet. Right. So yeah, I there's guess. no reason for them to not spawn it's, pals, it's, though. it's not, but it's, it's yeah. so, so the thing is, though, it's that backspawn, that, but that backspawn would still be open. No, Sam. Yeah, it just depends on like, the priority. Spawn that's of, that's the priority. Of, that, that, the gas yeah, is gas the priority is pri yeah. because as you can see, whenever we're talking about this map and other spawns, Everyone's spawning fucking palace. It's the secondary spawn when that gas spawn is contested. Mm. And right now, it's not contested, so it becomes primary, and then Nasty is just given the free out. Yeah. So if pro Great teams play. just block gas until <laughs> the fucking hill finishes. And then look, I'm going to let it play out. Happen. Look what happens after he spawns here. Look what happens. So he's, he spawns behind him. He ends up working a pinch. Everybody dies. Everybody from LA Thieves gets a kill. There's one. There's two. There's three. And then look at where they all spawn. Last guy up is, is Lamar here in the corner. Boom. Everybody spawns. I mean, to be honest, he really flip. doesn't even impact the play, but it's just a shit spawn. Well, I think, I, think him be, anyway. I, I think him being there now, too, though, I, the, gives, oh, yeah, now gives them, gives now, them now that matters. Minnesota spawn, too. Like, I think just him being there, like, gives Minnesota the palace spawn, and they end up of spawning course. the fuck out. So it's just... Map is horrible. Bring Vista in, please. This is yeah. one of those maps where, like, you almost need to make sure that you have a side of the map on rotation and that you're not over-aggressing onto the next hill because this will happen on every hill. It'll happen on your transition from P2 or P1 to P2 if you're like all trying to like go towards it and push out broken and nobody's blocking the palace. Yeah. It'll happen on that hill. It happens on every single hill in this map. That's why it's so important that like you block that spawn 
yeah until the hill finishes on mm -hmm. like every single one of these hills yep and then here at the end of the game i thought krem just went massive krem went fucking yeah, crazy he, he's right just there. by himself he's by himself on rotation this is literally for the game and he finds one is able to stay alive push shots down into others uh and just buy a lot of time for his team it was just a really good heads up play out of krem uh obviously krem he came from challengers he was with us on on phase black uh, and of course, Kremp and, and Asim both went to the league, and uh, I, I just thought that was a really good play. I, I thought that probably won him the map, in my opinion, him making that play. Because if he doesn't do that, uh, I can see Minnesota getting tractor control and like tank control, and this just going a completely different way. Um, so really, yeah. really good plays there from Kremp. And then it, go, it gets a little mixy. Minnesota gets him out of hill. They start trading back and forth eventually. But eventually, uh, LATs were able to get the dub here um, because of that play there. So good play from, uh, from Kremp. Anything uh, Minnesota Rocker could have done differently there under and just not get shit on? Maybe well, I think they blacked out. Uh, Nasty, I believe, Red Re or someone's pinch on DVD. And then whoever was mid-tank while Dan was on old blacked out and tried to hit Dark instead of helping his teammate who spawned out kill the guy on P1 so they could set up a pinch. And he got shot in the side off old why by then. Why is it that people continue to do this? Whenever somebody's pinching, they should not be the first to engage ever. They yeah. should literally Facts. pick the Nasty fucking nose. Nasty picks up wins pincher. Uh, but he gets stunned. Reece, he gets Reece fucking blacks out right He gets here. fucking... He, he gets oh, wrecked by... Hard stunned, he gets wrecked by a stun. Look, you could tell by his, by his yeah, character. He gets hard stunned here. Look, yeah. But, but Chris, that's what like Ant and Paco are really good at. Not being the first guy to get contact around a pinch and play off the information so you can actually like get two, maybe three kills. I mean, it's just, it's just standard COD. Like, if you're playing a team that knows what they're doing, they are going to have a player dedicated to watching the pinch. And the only way you can... You're either taking a 1v1 on a guy that, like, has to pick and choose where you're coming from, or you wait and wait for the engage from the front. If you get a kill from that front, front end, that guy has to turn because that's what every player does. They go and reinforce, and that's when you pinch. It's not the other way around. Yeah, 100%. Good plays from Krabby. He even picks up a few more after that, too. Uh, so really good plays there coming in from Kremp. That one's um uh, that one, and then unfortunately oh, later, for Chris. Kremp, I have a bad oh, my play. Camera overheated. Oh, you're good. Um, unfortunately for Kremp, I have a bad play from him now. So we show we showed the good play. Now we got to show the bad play from from Kremp. Uh, unfortunately, his his name hit my notebook a couple times in this one. Uh, oh, sh oh, sorry. This one right That's here something. is just the uh, the the streak the streak usage. So you I can blacked see. out. So this is the fourth hard point here. LA Thieves can win it here on the second P5. They can win it here. All they got to do is hold all this time. They get in. Okay, Kremp dies garage. He comes off spawn. Everybody goes down. Nasty pops a two-piece. Afro finds one. Last guy tries to run out. He gets a kill, but he gets traded instantly. Boom, that's four dead. Kremp streaks off spawn here while, they're all, while all of Minnesota just died and they're spawning out. I didn't like this play. Immediately, I was like, no, 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 do not do that because all you got to do is set up. Just hold a nice setup, and you're good to go. You just got a four wipe. Yeah, use your gun. Right. Trust, and, your, and, and trust your setup. Worst case scenario, if it does go to shit, you have the streak you for the bailout. You have the streak for the bailout to bail yourself out and get back onto that hard point. So it's just, I didn't like the streak. And then the streak comes in. Uh, you could quickly see that he did it. He didn't get anybody with it. There was really nothing he could have done with it. They're all off spawn. They're all apartments and garage. And then as soon as that happens, you can see Kremp. He's able to get a couple kills, but he got he dies from the from the guy spawning behind him tunnel. Now things get a little mixy and things are kind of all over the place. And Minnesota actually breaks on to, breaks in here. 
uh, and breaks the hard points. So now you can see how just different that looks now. Now in this situation, what do you man, want? Man, I love a streak. We love the streak, man. The streak. <laughs> Wow, get we're, him off hill. There's 20 um, seconds left. Maybe you hold it for a P1 rotation where yeah. you're set up. Also, wow. We're also kind of drooling on ourselves. If we're going to call on the streak, at least everybody look indoors. They just ran through garage and pick the guy in the side. Yeah, the other at like, least give it five seconds for everybody who's coming off spawn to, like, run out and, like, get back in the mix. Because he called it as soon as they came off spawn again. Like, they just went forward. Minnesota just all just went forward. It was a blackout streak, bro. Yeah, it was a blackout streak. He blacked out. I think yeah. he blacked out. Uh, but I think I thought LAT should have won this map. I thought they should have won it there. Uh, there's no, there's no world in which they should not have won this map. Yeah, uh, interesting plays there. But Cramp uh, here, he was doing his thing, had a good series. Just, uh, just one play that it, that I noted there. And then of course we go into the last map, S and D. There was just a lot going on here uh, in the search. First one I got here is the offense here from LA Thieves. This was just a big offense. We we know how defensive heavy Terminal S and D is. Uh, so anytime a team can win an offense on this map, and 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 I I do believe after they won this offense, they won their defense, went up four two. So it was just a, a really big round here, and it starts here. It was uh, actually Afro who who is always just putting himself on the line here, man. Afro is always in no war. Shoulders, no shoulders, bro. Bro, Afro is in war every time he's in the plane, bro. Yeah, um, he's just standing in terminal getting wall banged. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he ends up getting through. Uh, he ends up getting in here, and this is where LATs are able to just work this bomb plant a little bit. This is just another strategy here from Minnesota Rocker as well, just giving up the plane and trying to retake. A lot of teams do this. They give up the so plane. So many teams do this, and I actually, like, hate it. Yeah, I, I understand I that the bomb is it. hypothetically easy to retake because of just where it is, but it's also so easy to just double preem a, a slide. Like, I don't have, like, solo playing Eskies really isn't that difficult as long as the guy doesn't lag out and get picked. Yeah. If you have a guy watch low plane, which is the thing that will be open in a double plane setup, and you just team shot the slide into plane, like, there is no world in which that setup gets broken. But also, Agreed. how many times do I have to tell people, push through their spawn? The setup is obvious. It's been there forever. One guy's always playing on defense? book. Yes, on defense. One guy's yeah. always playing book. He's essentially their pinch watcher isolate him push through then you get control of dreams and you get control of that terminal hallway which now you're forcing them all to be in plane and then on top of that you get to take advantage of that like hallway right where you can look into the plane and maybe get angles further in there but if you're just going up the slide and you're going up like these like small areas you're getting shot from people that are still playing out around the security desk and shit mm -hmm. so you're just getting you're you're not putting yourself in a position push through their fucking spawn and stop being pussies and just wrapping back plane it's not gonna work it rarely ever works unless the team that's on the defending bomb scams mm -hmm. if you're relying on them to fucking throw every round just stop doing it. Yep. Like, take advantage of it. And then we go into, then they win their defense. They go up 4-2. And then you're like, 3v1 LA Thieves. They're about to win another offense. They go up 5-2. This one's all over, guys. Surely nothing happens, right? I fear the Iceman. But it's the Iceman. It's <laughs> Lamar who finds one, wins the gunfight cockpit, shoots the guy off a bomb. And you're thinking, oh, no, Nasty's got him dead to rights. Lamar wins the third gunfight. Nasty loses fucking composure when he, when he dies there. Uh, what gun was that? Sam, what gun is Lamar I using here? I couldn't tell you, Tom. I, I, what gun I, did Lamar just hit? Was that hit? Hold on, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let's Wait, slow this down. AR was that hip fires? That's not even a. Sub. That's a Renetti, Tom. Yeah, nah, come on, Tom. Look at this hip fire from the MCW that's a Renetti, here. Tom. What the fuck? Oh my god! You see know. Lamar looked at the wall right there. Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> walls, walls. I don't Let know. Let me take a look here. Renetti, like I think. Okay. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> These AR players, man. What are they talking about, bro? What are nah, they? Nah, fire uh, is crazy. Hit fire, fire is insane. Hit fire is insane, bro. Yeah, we fixed that next to fire. Nah, you fix that. Game's slam. not real. Yeah, there's no uh, hit fire. Is not like that, Tom. Don't worry Man, about it. We'd love to see that. Um, game's not game like that. Comes out. This game doesn't subs, exist. Subs have way better hit fire. Lamar wins the one v three. We go into the next round. I'm thinking uh, bomb goes down for Minnesota Rocker four v four. I'm like surely now Minnesota Rocker. They have all the momentum now from the one v three from from accuracy and. Uh, what are they watching? Unfortunately, that <laughs> momentum that I thought they <laughs> yeah. had, what goes away because I don't know what I don't even know what happened there. Like, I what mean, was that I mean, setup? What, what was that? So, I, I, I they just have multiple people watching the, the same Listen, lane. How many times are we going to talk about a post plant B on terminal on this show, bro? They do the hard part, putting the bomb down, and then everyone decides that they're done playing the game. They oh. think that once the bomb goes down, the round is over, they have won. Yeah. Wake should have They have to chow. Just chow Eski. That, yes, that, or Wake needs to reposition himself Ooh. to look at the hallway. Look and then at Reese. Reese. Needs to be looking at Esky, bro. Look at Reese. Go shoulder hallway. Go do something. The bomb is down do at this here? point. Does he hit plane? Move, does he boy. pinch? Why doesn't he pinch? Is he, is he trying to watch? No, like, I said I tipped this. I was no, like, this is a great play. He should have moved ten seconds ago. Yeah. Now your whole team's dead. Why is the quality <laughs> so shit? I'm on ten eighty. I don't know, but now Reese is the last one alive in Hall. Did you just go next? Yeah, I did not like the did not like the play there at all. Um, well, I like that they got the bomb down, but we talked about it. I I, I would like it if they challenged here. Just challenge Esky, like just challenge yeah. it. Like like Lamar could even push up or here. Back Vivid, up to Burger. Vivid has every. Out. Vivid has Hall dreams everything. They can't be anywhere other than top AC and Esky. Yeah, that's it. That's the and only place it can Lamar be. Lamar can see a top AC for them, basically, unless they overextend to the far left side of the SQ, and but they're not going to do that, obviously. Oh, yeah, and then of course Afro, he he lets it sing, man. He likes to sing finds too. This this brother, round. what is that angle that Wake is watching Esky from? Like he can't. He can't see. see. The he out. can't see nothing. Chris, Chris, stop asking questions and demand a roster change. Come on. <laughs> And then this ends with a 1v2 here from Kremp. We got a 1v2 ending here from Kremp. Which yeah. is, uh, Who's phenomenal. that one on two? Uh, oh, man. Big Wake is just gone, oh, man. Oh, shit. Um, That's two 1v1s that Kremp won versus Wake. Luckily for Former teammate bad. cheese, dude. Yeah, luckily for Big Wake, we're getting some but we're getting some hard fucking buffers here. Luckily for him. Right, no, we're gonna lower the quality. We need to, we need to see this 1v2 now. We need to see this. This is a really good play from Kremp as well. I love the read. Yeah, no, it was it was a really good read here. Let's let's just watch the round play out. You see, uh, LA, LA thieves they go back towards this uh, towards this plane area of the map, and I'm thinking, oh no, we might be going round eleven here. This was a big round here, like Minnesota. Like, look what happens when you stack the plane. They just gotta run into a door and get blinded. Nice. Yeah, nah, and then they end up. Uh, I like the play here for Minnesota to push out too. But then Kremp just makes the reads here. I think Lynn's got called out here, or Kremp just makes the read. Wake, wake, well, Wake got called out. I think he just checks this in general. But Wake got called out because he's the one that killed uh, whoever the Lele Thieves player was. So he knew that Wake is on that side of the map. Yeah, he knew where he was in terminal. Yeah. Yo, he, question. Yep, of course, Pat. So we assume this map's going to get removed, right? Terminal search. Eventually. I, I think we don't know. When they when, when bring the in, in when they bring in Vista, I think they should remove invasion hardpoint and terminal search. And control and, and terminal control. Search. But yeah. but I'm but I was gonna say like Ultra and Phase are the only two teams that don't have never played this map. And it's also the map with the highest retake percentage on the main bomb site. And so I'm, my question is, do you think 
Ultra and Face just get even better? Probably. Because I mean, they have a map they'll probably play. That's what I'm saying. It's they're like always, they'll get. I mean, they even took out better. Terminal Hardpoint. Toronto don't play that shit. They got instantly better at Hardpoint just for it. Same with I'm phase. saying, bro. It's, it's set up for a one-two punch all year. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I'm not sure about nice. the S&D map pool, though, because there's like kind of. I think Vista Hardpoint is like 100% going to be in after Major 2. Yeah. But I think there's some deliberation with the S&D map pool, whether people want to play Departures or they want to play Vista. Hey, Tom, before we get into predictions. Holy shit. I'm going to link you something in the flank production. Sure. No I found problem. it. We can bring it up. I want you to read it out. And I'm curious on your thoughts on what's relevant today. Keep in mind, this was this was from a long time ago. Ten years. Okay. Ten years ago. So some of it might be dated information. But back then, you'd be um, surprised. Teams weren't doing it. All right. I'll take a look. I got to take my ad block. To view this, I got to take my ad blocker off. That hey. should not happen but okay it didn't happen for me okay no i'm good jesus oh, fucking there's gonna be Christ, a flashbang man, what the yeah, it's fuck? gonna be a flashbang it's not my fault Twit no, it's, a fla it's a flashbang this is long as fuck slay here why don't you read it slay go ahead why don't sorry you read it happened, it happened for you bro ahead, wait it's not even that long it's, it's just a lot of it's, all, it's just spaced out three, bro. Go ahead, slay. you want me to do it yeah yeah okay scroll it as i read tom all right go ahead all right so let's just do the basic analysis tldr at the bottom Tyler and I have been teaming for almost four years now nonstop. Ian has teamed with us for about 18 months now. Damon has teamed with us for five months. Fits in perfectly because of the type of person and player he is. R.I.P. Clay. I mean, it is what it is. Would you have been able to learn that experience from watching our stream? Uh, me and Ian used to never get along. Now we pretty much channeled that into competing against each other for who does better. Undoubtedly, during our time of becoming the best, we played more than any other pro team. So play more. That's a good tip. Uh, so we have more experience under us three players than any team does um, now with their force. So I was talking about like because we had teamed so long. Yep. Uh, anyway, outside of being incredibly individually talented, which we were, uh, we worked together the best because we stuck together the longest. Here's a few of many tips. Uh, I don't learn from watching other players other than what they do wrong, and I critique. <laughs> uh, okay, and we'll go. 15, ready? 1 to, one to 15. Oh 15 God. tips on how to be a better Call of this Duty was, player. Oh, oh this is Call of Duty Ghosts. Call of Duty Ghosts. Okay. Yeah. Insane. And this is this is right after we won an event, I think. May, yeah, May 2014. Right Anaheim, right? May? No, it was before that, because we won Anaheim after this. This was, I think, right. Uh, right after UGC. Uh but learn how to call out in the middle of your gunfight instead of after you're dead. So this is People something still that, don't know how to do that. Yeah, me and uh, well, Crim Six obviously, but even Enable, like we used to make fun of people for not doing this because this this is like a huge skill gap, bro. People yeah, still can't do massive that. Massive skill gap. And, and most people literally like as soon as they die, they like grunt or moan or something, and then they call out. Yeah. Um, a good example would be the Illy, like yo yo yo, like when he's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, stop using the wrong classes, copy ours or something. Uh, this was pretty self-explanatory. There were some people running some wild perks back in the day in Respawn. Um, anyway, stop using two ARs on Blitz. It doesn't work. You're just annoying to play against. Still a true. Good thing that game was fucking gone <laughs> forever, bro. Still true, though. People were camp in Blitz, and that yeah. was annoying. And I, and I feel like that, that goes to every game mode, too. Like, ARs who just sit back and get kills and don't make use of their kills. Yeah, so it's just, uh, like just playing perma-D. Yeah. I mean, it works me at the start goal tomorrow for 2019, I guess. So. Uh, learn what baiting and trading means. I mean, that's pretty dated now. Um, yeah. Stop getting on flags when you don't have map control. That also, is still relevant today. 
People yeah. are getting on. People are getting staying on the hard point when their teammates are dying. Get, boy, if you don't get off and play some kills, like you're just <laughs> sitting there waiting to die, bro. People still do you this. Just, you're so, just waiting to get naded. You're just not 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 even naded. Well, like, you know what I mean. Dead. Being on the point, they know that's information. That's a player. Oh, wow, he's on the point. Like, okay, let's just kill everyone around him. Right, we'll, we'll deal with him after. Like, get off the point and make him bind you yeah right it's right. even just like when a, when a hit when a point is white and it's a standoff nobody wants to be the first one to jump in it because they know they're gonna die right just like get make sure you get control first play the kill and even first. even in controlled when you're not stacking and your teammates are coming off behind you like don't just get on the point first like push out get some control yeah you know no, you're not gonna stack yeah um uh, up next uh every dom map requires a different play style please adapt not really relevant anymore dom's not played but this was true back in the that day that makes sense like, strike zone dom you had to push yeah there were some people that were playing differently on like or playing the same way on octane and strike zone it was crazy yeah 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 um, <laughs> yo people were stop, so bad at that game stop relying on double grenades lots of smokes etc it's just a cheesy play style it doesn't work this is still true uh but nowadays that's handled by ga so it's not that big of a deal uh, just because you swap players doesn't mean the players change how they play. Very true. Still relevant. Mm. Um, it's pretty simple. Be selfless. Selfish players never accomplish anything. More kills and deaths is better because of pressure. This was true in Ghost for sure. Um, it's, it's still true to a degree. Jcap argued, yeah, to a degree. Jcap argued this point back in the day, and I always I thought Jcap was a buffoon for this because <laughs> his logic was not applying to the game game modes that we were playing. Like in Dom. You have to apply pressure because you're creating waves of kills that the enemy has. Now, I'm not going to get into it. J-Cap is still dumb for that I mean, I, it's literally what I brought up. It's just about having useful deaths. Like, obviously, the, you can just be a tweaker running around dying for no reason. But, like, you have to engage. You have to die. There are times in the game where you either die or you come up behind people, make a play on people unaware. And that's that's the same point. And, and bro, when you have, like, this goes for anything. When you have map control, if you get one... It's gonna make that that push from the other team infinitely harder to to break your setup if they're fighting man down. Like People even if you get one and die, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> defensive play styles never work. The best defense is a good offense. I will always stand by that and respawn. Um, oh, this this one's true. This is a good one. This is like obviously. So this this is where the, I remember back in the day. This got some confusion. Like obviously every player should be small talking. But go with your teammate if you see him doing something on the minimap, even if he doesn't call out. Like, there's times in the moment players don't small talk, and you can compensate for that by just being aware of your minimap and understanding that your teammate's pushing, even though he should be saying, hey, child this with me, but you can compensate for that player's mistake. It's a Chris Crider fucking special. Ba that basically, one. Yeah. basically, even if your if your teammate's not going to take a route to go around, like, at, like don't just solo take that route. Like, it's better for you to just be with yeah, your hit teammate it with and double yeah. Go bait him. Yeah. <laughs> Go double something and hope it works out, even if you're. But I swear, bro, I, I've tuned in. Like people will just watch that player make the mistake and then bitch at him for making it, and it's just like, yeah, he could have, he could have not done that, but you could have just made it like compensated, made it better if it just went with him. Anyway, this is why I reference other game tops. Stop arguing about pointless shit in game. Move on. Mm -hmm. um, uh, don't be so easily affectedly men uh, affected mentally. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> This is still true. Wow, it's even more relevant today. Um, not everyone can be the superstar. Yo, I, hey, what did I tell you guys? Listen, like most teams have one superstar. It is what it is. Not everybody can be that guy. 
Uh, and then obviously number fifteen, stop playing for second place, Bro, which a majority of the teams were doing back in the day. Place now, so, I guess. So uh, shout out, shout out, Casey Pander and like Lacefield. They were my teammates in Ghost, and we used to like call this thing called the superstar effect, where like no matter what, if so you there, engage as a team, the playing field. Is, if if you engage <laughs> as a team. Your superstar doesn't get shot at like half the time. It's always like you could be the second guy in and you'll still die instead of the superstar because it's the it's the superstar effect. They don't get shot at. You do. So that's kind of a funny. Bro, I can't believe how you finished this fucking twit line. Yeah, this is hilarious. You go so there. I even the playing field. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Bro, we were winning every event. We just won like four in a row. So I was like, all right, I'm bored. Every I'm even the playing field for you guys. And then I said, our success has nothing to do with what we're doing right. It's all about what you're doing wrong. Uh, then I said again, you know, scroll back up. You need to read it in case someone had scrolled Bro, down at the bottom. Captain Price, hashtag Captain the little these, things. Uh, these 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 um tweets were hilarious. I still remember back in AW, I made a twit, a tweeter, a twit, a, a, a tweeter. We're blacking out. It was a Twitter post of how to call out, and there was like 14 steps of like what you should do when you spawn to the point that you die on the map, and like it, it, it had like 14 steps. So. Those are always well, funny. I bro, the call-out thing is still super relevant, though, because there are still 70% of players bro, who don't do that. Like, Pat, can you look also... at the chat and give me your immediate input? Which chat? Fuck. Uh, the uh, Twitch chat. Oh. I would have shut down that team if I... I smoked Austin. There's still this clip. Uh, this is back when Gandhi was casting. It was on Sovereign uh, SND. I jumped off top bout, which was top B, did a 360 and killed Austin. I was playing Austin's team. Did a 360 to close out the Sovereign SND. And I remember Gandhi goes, off the top ropes, H has balls of steel. And then just shit on it. It was either Austin or Pluto or one of his teammates, but it was good times. Good yeah. times back then. Yo, Austin, I heard you got 360 on Sov Dom. Is that true? Yeah, <laughs> Barely. It was someone on his team. I barely, think it was. It might, it might have been got him balls or of steel. No, but that's what I remember because that's what Gandhi said because Gandhi was casting back then. Yeah, that's too fucking comedy. That's too hilarious. Shout out to Gandhi. Shout out to all the casters back then, like Fwiz too. Remember Fwiz? Fwiz was yeah. fucking god. Like, Go. like all those, all the, like well, Pucky Fwiz, Jack. I, I looked it up in the event right after this tweet was X Games, so I wonder if you know your former teammate Clay. And Dante Boys took some of this to heart, and they were able to get the dub in that one. Damn, yeah, we actually two hundred or like five hundred IQ'd this because X Games had zero prize money. If you know anything about COD back yep. then, you played for prize money. We went to Anaheim the event after and won that uh, with East. By the way, that's if you remember that. Speaking of Fizz, he sounded like you know his dog had just died in the finals when we had beat Optic. He was like, "Well, damn." That Octane Dom, yeah, yeah Fizz was like, mega troll, damn bro. it, EG Wait, did that the, it. Is that the spawn trap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. we Pat, three capped oh, him to win. Yeah. Pat, Austin said in the chat that if you saw his gamer tag today, you wouldn't be able to call out mid-gunfight. What? I, I, I'd just be like, yo, shitter, one shot, got him. <laughs> <laughs> damn. I mean, that's bro, what most of the top four teams are doing against Boston anyway. Yeah, huh? let's do predictions. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Prediction time. Yeah, no, he has, he has. This team, though. Wow. All right. Prediction right. time. Tom, Let's take see us what's there. going on. We got the Boston Breach Thanos going up against Optic Texas. We got ourselves a matchup here, folks. Green on green action. I am going to go with Optic Texas 3-1 over the Boston Breach. Benjay, who do you got? I got Optic 3-1 because I'm not a fan of Boston's s and and I feel like Optic are going to Go up two. Boston will take the control, and then Optic will close that map four. Sam LaRue. Optic Texas 3-0. Chris? I'm in the same camp as Sam. Optic Texas 3-0, and it's simply because I still 
do not know if Boston's <laughs> going to be good win a search. And I don't believe in Boston being able to take a respawn off of Texas with how well they've looked against uh, the lower teams. So 3-0. Uh, somebody told me that Shotzi is 14-0 against Austin. Correct. Um, well, records are meant to be broken. I got the Boston breach <laughs> with the upset. Wow. Uh, Slay going against the grain yet again. We'll see if it pays off for him. Let's move on to the next one. We got Atlanta Faze going up against the Los Angeles Thieves. You guys I, mind if I go first here? Sam, don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't Listen, do it, bro, Sam. We've been looking good, man. Uh, no, you haven't. You've got map five. Twice. Yo, listen, and we've been looking good. We got some game five ice. And Dan Ghosty has, I got phase 3 0. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, that's yeah. fucking insane. I got to let a phase uh, 3 0 as well. I got to let a phase yeah. 3 0. Yeah, unfortunately. Yep. What do you got, Ben? Uh, ooh, if we get like a maybe a Karach map one, maybe these kind of. Nah, I think it's a phase 3 0. <laughs> yeah, I would phase. love to be wrong here. I would, phase, I would jump for joy. Do we all got phase 3 0? Yeah. Okay. I might jump for joy if I'm wrong. The Carolina Royal Ravens. I deadass might skip this. Y'all might not see me. Against the Los Angeles D. Uh, sorry, Y'all might not see me. Sam, you're not, you're not watching this series. I you're... might not watch this. Oh, man. <laughs> I might be alone on this <laughs> one, might, guys. This, it might be another two-match day. This schedule sucks. Yeah, nah. This is basically a two-match day. I mean, oh, listen, sure, I'm going to go Carolina in this one. I just think LAG's been looking a little rough. They've been looking rough, man. And they lost to Seattle. Who I had at the bottom of the league right now. I mean, I think all we all did when when they were going into that yeah. match. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Carolina. I'll go three two, three two Carolina. I can see it being a grueler. Jesus Christ! I hope not. What do you think, <laughs> hey Ben? What do you I think? Got three one Carolina. Okay. <sighs> Sam the root. Uh, I got Carolina. I guess. I don't know, for no rhyme or reason, but LAG lost to Seattle, so I couldn't. I can't pick. Yeah, them, right? that's basically what I said. Do I think? I got LAG. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, what's wrong with this guy, bro? Yo, uh, Chris, dude. All right, slay him. Chris is uh, a good friend, man. Oh, man. He Wait, Chris. <laughs> bro, he just beat his chest. Chris, LAG. I, saw you tweet, insane, bro. I saw you tweet that you're going to another rave uh, next weekend. Nah, chill. Are is you? This Another one? Uh, it's a there's a festival, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. Adam is not going. Where oh, are you finding going. all okay. these festivals, bro? Bro, Austin is like a music. Austin's hub, insane for the music Wait, but, scene. But Adam went to the last ones, right? No, Adam hasn't been to one in a while. Okay, no, he's I, I, I like it. But I saw he's a pic of you eating with Adam at like a, a restaurant. Yeah, but that was that was like after one of their matches, like way back when they. I, I don't remember. Okay, but he's remember. not going to the the, the festivals. No, with you. bro, he's not. Okay. Um. He's locked. He's locked. Are you sure? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead, Pat. Who man, you got? this was tough. This was tough. Um, <laughs> this one is tough. Marky B said rave a site. You want to flip a coin, Pat? Pat, you want me to flip a coin for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to coinflip.com. I like heads, that. Heads the Ravens, tells the gorillas. Listen, I all like I do that. is a coin flip on Google. As soon as I hit enter, it automatically flips a coin and gives me heads or tails, okay? Yeah. What? Tells gorillas, heads, ravens. Bang. You got head slay heads. Going with the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Damn. It's a good Slay's pick. got the Ravens. That's, That's what he's got, pick. man. That's what he's got. All right, man. Slay's got the Ravens. You heard it here first. That's going to do it for predictions. Ben, why don't you sink us out? Listen, we've had a good weekend, man. Good shows. Good weekend. 
Now we just need you to sink this pot and call it a day. Call it a weekend. Let's take a look here at the channel yeah, point see, predictions. We got 16 million channel points on a yes and 6.8 on a no. So a lot of people are uh, rooting for Ben here to make this pot. And it's only getting bigger. Now we got 20 million on yes, <laughs> 7 million on no. So they, they really need Benji to sink this pot here. Sam, what do you think Someone he's doing? 250K on that. I'm with that guy. Now sink that's this crazy. Shit, now that's crazy. 250K yeah, is crazy. Ben misses this. that. That's going to be insane. There's so many points, Ben's gonna bro. going to have to lock his door tonight There is so many shit. points on him making this. We got Benji ben to see. Stepping up to the plate. And he makes the pot. Let's go, Benji. Man, it looked a little rough for a it second. It did look rough. I thought that was off. I don't even know if that went. That, let's go. Let's get a Camera recap angle. here. Yeah. Let's get a recap here with Benji. Benji, did, did you almost yeah. miss that, Benji? Oh, I rattled it in for sure. You rattled that in there. That almost went wide right and, and fell That's right back down. I rattled, I rattled that shit in, bro. Hey, hey, no, it doesn't matter, Ben. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, right, Slay? A win's a win. That's how win win's going. So, 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 uh, my putting stats were sent to me today. Oh, yeah? I haven't missed, I haven't missed a single putt on Sundays all season. I'm the oh, we are a Sunday player. Okay, right, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. You got wait, you got putting stats? Wait, what else does it say? What you didn't you say want, anything you want, else? You want, me, you want me to send them to you? Yeah, send me the putting stats. How many? How no. many? What's your record? Just overall putts. What's your record? Eighty uh, percent. Not bad. Not bad. Honestly, not bad well, at all. Well, hold on. We gotta cut some of those because it wasn't from the back of the the mat. You know, he was he was. His... Yeah, but if you look at the one since we do it in the back of the mat, I'm still. Yeah, you, you see what Kismet oh, okay. said. You see what the bulldog said. What? He no. said, "Does he have Karachi route stats? You got any route? You got any Karachi yeah. route no, stats? I do not, not have those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bulldog, you funny man. Hey, guys, that's gonna do it for us. Shout out to Ben J. Shout out to Chris, Sam, Patrick yeah. Price. Appreciate all you guys as always. Appreciate everybody in the chat, man. A lot of energy this weekend in the streams. Uh, so uh, as always, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank you guys for always being in here. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites are on. Go follow at the flank on Twitter and go to zuma.gg for the merch. Hit that sub button, guys. We got like 60% of viewers not subscribed to the YouTube channel, man. So hit that sub button. Let it fly. And, and as always, man, just thank you guys so much for all the love, man. We love you guys. We'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, take care. Brush your hair. And uh, take it easy. Go fuck yourself. That's what I'm talking about. Boom.